0: Oh, hello there. It's Vinly Galanoda. Thank you for joining the D4 podcast. I hope you enjoy my emotional turmoil. Hey
1: everybody, and welcome to D4. Where I, Devin. And I, Dustin. Co-DM of the decision game of Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on dedicated droves and a discharged drudge. As the BFGs wait for Voss to return to the tavern, they find the alley completely dark. Mm-hmm. And as Renair meets them outside, he tells them a darkness has overtaken the alley and everyone is gone. As the party heads inside, the lights flare up and the entire alley and staff shout surprise for V's birthday. V is given many gifts from patrons of the alley. And as she finishes up, um, they notice a mist coming up from the cellar that seeps in through the planks of wood. As Asia opens the trapdoor to head down, she is met by Flinric, their server, who Manshoon killed with a finger of death and she had to put down as an undead. As it appears, Avren, Harold's patron, has brought him back, though he was described as a little darker, a little more sinister, gray, pale with red eyes and new armor as he seemed to come from Ravenloft in the realms beyond the Shadowfell. Mama Ue arrives as Flinrick leaves to head home for the night, uh, not seeming to realize how long he had been dead, thinking it was just a couple hours. But as Mama Ue comes in, Seisha asked her to come and give V the gift of a seance so that her grandmother, Lo, can be here for her name day. As they all settle in for the ritual of the seance, V lights a candle that turns black. And as it does coming from her is the ethereal red image of her grandmother. And as she tells V that she would never miss this day, she sits down by the hearth and tells a story of the history of the Vedderok clan and how they came to be on the star mounts. Voss finishes up shopping in the black market, picking up a few useful items as he makes one last stop at the Blind Unicorn. Once there, he meets Drumshore, the proprietor, and hears a crash from behind as Alphalid looks to the masked man talking to Drumshore, Voss recognizing her as one of the twelve children he sold while working for the Reforged Ring. He immediately begins to try and think of a way to get her to safety, and learns that she has been learning magic from Drumshore. But he, although he's teaching her, does not really have any emotional attachment. Voss convinces Drumshore to let him buy her, but Drumshore only agrees if he parts with Magebane, his magical dagger. Athalie tries to argue and can't believe Drumshore would do this, but it's mere business in Drumshore's eyes. She and Voss return to the manor where he gathers the rest of the party and introduces her to them. The young girl with silver hair and gray eyes is submissive and timid and does not say much, her spirit completely broken, her eyes constantly looking at her feet. Finley kneels down in front of her and brings Athelid's eyes to her own and tells her, we are wizards and we bow for no one. Sasha takes her to her room where she settles in and Petunia and Harold bring her some cake, trying to make her feel welcomed and that what happened was done to bring her a better life, a free life. The group then gathers and discusses the next day a delivery pickup they overheard from the winter's wind and a possible murder of Lord Starbuckler within the the rest of the week to come. Renair tells them he has a meeting set up for them with Laurel Silverhand, the open lord, and to mention the plan they are thinking about, Starbuckler, as they know he is a lord of Waterdeep, but the the BFGs know even more that he is a masked lord. And as a target of Manchun, hopefully Laurel Silverhand will aid them in their quest to save him. And as everyone settles down for the night, We start back again with Vinley.
2: We don't have to. Oh, but we do. (laughs) Oh no, you get to have a dream too. Have fun. (laughs) My first one. Uh, Again,
1: you finally settle down after your nightly rituals for rest. The second half of your day has been one of the best mental and emotional days you've had in a long time. Probably in decades, if not centuries. Your mind relaxes into a deep slumber, unburdened by the sorrows that haunt you from your past. Your mind blank, empty, void of all thought, just a barren darkness of nothing until you realize you're not alone in the black. A deep, deep silhouette begins to emerge from the shadows but it is nearly impossible to make out what it is from the darkness, calls out two words in a calming, soothing voice. Hello, Vinny. And as your heart sinks into pure fear, knowing who stands before you.
0: What do you do? Um, no, no. (laughs) This, this isn't real. I'm I, I'm asleep. I'm, you're not real, Illatron. You are not real anymore.
1: You see the silhouette of the man who haunts you, who controlled you against your will, who caused you to run, the man whose name you would not speak for years, and he who fills your mind with every dark thought that directs your wand. You watch as his eyes begin to gleam like a predator stalking its prey at night. Then you see another, and another, and another, and another, now all surrounding you, as they all echo the same two words, one after another, completely surrounded by Iletra. Hello, Vinny! His words filled with rage and anger that spit like vitriol, like hooks that seep into your heart. Hello, Vinny. Words of desperation that feel like a growing, vast emptiness that swells and sat aside of you. Hello, Vinny. Your heart nearly breaks at the sorrow that weeps from his lips.
3: Hello, Vinny. To
1: Two words that make you feel terrified and lost and utterly alone. The multiple forms of the man that surround you in a sea of darkness close in as their glinting eyes stay locked into you as his prey. You watch as all of their forms begin to twist into grotesque, haunting, horrific forms that swell your mind with nightmares. Their limbs elongated, their jaws unhinged, becoming riddled with spiraling rows of sharp, shark-like teeth spikes and hooks creep out of their skin as they move closer still continuously echoing those same two words you feel helpless and hopelessness as you have in despair i need you to make a wisdom saving throw eleven you are consumed by your anger at feeling helpless against him the hunger you have to overcome him the loneliness you feel and face in facing your past how lost you feel swimming in a sea of anxiety over it and lastly the fear of everything and everyone you left behind you wake up in a panic attack unable to move paralyzed in your bed as you see the faint ethereal shadows of the creatures surrounding you you go to scream but nothing comes out a minute so long it feels like an hour. Like a weight being lifted off your chest, you breathe, gasping for air, covered in cold sweat. You're winded and so heavily exhausted from restlessness, as it is it as if you did not sleep that night? You do get your spell slots, you just will be exhausted for the day. And before we continue on, Seisha. Mm-hmm. You drift off to sleep after a long day of infiltrating a black market and excitedly think about the fun you had wearing a disguise and creating a persona. Every now and then. Although it was lying, you began to think of it as creating a story. Building a character with a background. Who he was, why he was in the black market. When you remembered to do that. But that takes some getting used to, as this is all new to you. Your mind gets lost in the story and your mind begins to weave, even though you were terrible at the exec- execution in practice. What, what, el- what else are you dreaming about?
2: I'm sorry? What else
1: are you dreaming about?
2: Um, I think she would also dream about... Um... She, when she went to bed, she was concerned for Voss, um, in light of what he must be experiencing after finding, um, oh, Alpha-lead. Alpha. What was her name? Alpha lead. Um, so she's probably dreaming about uh, back when they were at the monastery and he was recovering. And she would sit and tell him stories to get him through the day. And this time in her dream, instead, he was telling her a story about a young woman trying to find her way through the world and meeting all these challenges at every step. But they were challenges that came from a life of being told that you're property and not a person and the regret in his voice as he
1: told the story as he begins to tell this story and goes further and further into detail his words start sounding more echoed further down like a long hallway then slightly muffled even though you can see him right before you the infirmary that you were dreaming about then begins to fill with a black fog that rolls in. You look back, and the bed is empty. This black fog is more like a rolling tide of inky blackness. It pours in from every direction as it consumes everything in sight, slowly encroaching upon you. You spread your misty wings and go to fly up, only to be met with more black tar seeping in from above. You notice tendrils begin to stretch out similar to the black milk you saw in a beer that then slowly turn into writhing tentacles it fills the space until a wing one of your wings is caught and then a leg as you're then pinned to this sticky substance this viscous mud similar to the way biblio clings to you strings of black syrup cling to your form as it begins to consume more of your body You lash out and pour your divine energy into your blade, trying to fight it off before it is too late. Like being swallowed in a tar pit, you cry out for help, but nothing comes except the darkness. That comes after taking your last breath before being devoured by the sludge. But you do not drown. You do not feel the continuous building pressure of the tar around you. Instead, you feel weightless... Floating in a sea of darkness, an empty void. From the darkness a single word calls out from the guttural voice that terror of what rises you all.
2: What do you want?
1: From the darkness, you can make out the silhouette of a large form moving towards you. Its form is massive as it stretches out its multiple tar covered wings. It is hard to tell, but it looks like its arms grotesquely split into massive hands made of a multitude of limbs where each enlarged finger is in itself another arm. The hands writhe and reach out towards you like a horde of bodies. You can barely make out the form beyond, but you can see in the silhouette a waterfall of writhing tendrils spilling out from the lower half of its form, like eviscerated entrails spilling out and washing onto the floor below. Your mind is instantly filled with faint whispers, much like the ones you heard in a beer at the altar. And you know if you wish, you could push against it to try and make some
2: of the voices out. I, I'm going to try to focus right,
4: and hear what they're say. saying. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Nap time is rough and d
2: <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. That's going to be a 25.
1: Okay. All right.
3: Nice.
1: You focus your mind through the thousands of whispers, the voice, the guttural one, speaking out in the same way that the chant is of all the cultists all the things that you'll be shown truth to and all the things that will happen to the blessed. But you cut through that whispers in a hundred different languages and you start to notice a faint cry of someone pleading for help. It takes you a moment, but you know you recognize this voice. You think and you think, and then you, you realize it is your solar, lost, and a cacophonous sea of murmurs echoing through your mind as you focus on that one voice. You hear it say a strained whisper. You
3: have to help me, Sasha. find your mother.
1: With that, you wake up in a cold, covered sweat. Your sight slowly comes to you as if a shadowy vignette fades away from the edges of your vision. And everybody can hit that long rest button.
3: Wait,
4: okay. I'm glad I didn't do anything that had long-lasting implications. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait for it.
5: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That was heavy to start off with. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) that that tone. Harold,
4: both your legs are giant's arms now. (laughs) And not baby ones either.
2: (laughs) Eat your heart out, V.
4: (laughs) I'm tall. I can
2: fight. (laughs) You got them thick legs. All right. So now that everyone
1: is awake, what are you all doing? Vinley, you gasp for air. Same for you, Sasha. But it is not a scream. It is more like a quieted whimper. Yeah, and Sasha, you are alone in Renair's mansion yes. at salt Villa. Sasha is going to lay there for a
2: few minutes, just thinking and remembering, making sure she remembers every detail of it. She'll get up and write down in her journal everything that happened okay. in her dream, so that she doesn't forget it. And once she completes that, she's going to give Biblio his morning pets and she'll feed him from whatever's in the kitchen. and okay. then she'll head she'll head out and summon Bernie. Thank you so much, Ethan. (laughs) And uh,
0: she will ride back to Trollskull. Okay. Okay. Vinley, on the other hand, she will lay there for about a minute after the visions dissipate and then she'll look over slowly to Chuckles and say, lock the door if you would and command him to go over and lock it and then she'll hold out her hand and summon her three familiars and kind of shakily stand up with the assistance of Dumbo and she will sit down in the mirror of her vanity or what was the mirror of her vanity I was
1: gonna say it is broken
0: and she'll just pick up a piece and hold it and look at herself. And uh, blood pools in her hand as she starts to hold it tighter. And she just looks at herself and says, you are not that scared little girl anymore. And just drops the mirror and begins getting very slowly and shakily getting the materials she needs for recasting Animate Dead and does not come out of her room until she is finished with that.
1: Okay. Is anybody doing anything else? Um. um go
5: ahead. Oh. <laughs> uh, v gets up early with the intention to talk to Boss at his room.
6: Hmm. Boss gets up early with the intention of preparing for the morning day. Um, so, he would be awake. Okay. About what time is it right now?
1: Uh, let's say... Between 7 and 8.
6: Okay. We have some time, Alright. Um, okay. I would be up. Okay. Probably doing morning calisthenics.
5: Like, in your room?
6: Yeah.
5: Okay. Um... Okay, so V goes and knocks on your door.
6: Boss gets up, opens it.
5: Hello. Morning. Morning. Um. Can I come in?
6: Sure. Okay. I right, step aside.
5: Okay. Comes in, closes the door, and goes. Okay. Um. Talking to you one on one is really difficult for me. I don't really fully know why, but you just like super, super intimidate me. So just like hold on while I try to say all of this. Okay.
6: Okay, boss takes a there's one chair in this room he offers you the bed to sit on and goes to the other side of the room sits and waits
5: okay so i promise there's a point to all of this i just need to get there because i'm really bad at organizing thoughts and expressing myself
6: i will wait to speak until you tell me you are done
5: Cool, 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 (sighs) cool, cool. Okay, so um, remember when we were on a beer and it was like super weird that I knew like all of that stuff about those like evil star guys? Okay, so weird upsetting thing happened to me recently. It turns out there were some memories of mine from childhood that uh, ended up getting erased somehow that I actually was able to unlock again through seeing Master Avalis Morale at the black staff thing with Bentley. Anyways, um, in this memory, there was this teacher I used to have uh, when I was roughly probably like like 12 or something. Uh, Who I really really liked and trusted and she was actually my favorite teacher. So it's really strange that like I completely forgot she existed until now. Um, You know at some point during our lessons things took like a weird dark turn and um, You know normally our classes would just be about like basic fauna of the world and whatnot, but you know sometimes she would teach me about star um she to focus on this and tried really hard to drill it into my head because, you know, something scared her and worried her about something that they had found out. You see, I eventually learned that my teacher who's teaching me all this stuff about Sarspawn who seemed like really weird about it, she found out that my father was investigating the Far Realm and had an interest in it. Um, I don't know why he was doing that, but whatever it was, it has something to do with the mine and the mountain. And it really scared my teacher. Well, I started getting all these crazy weird nightmares that again, I don't remember literally any of this until I had them, like, weirdly unlocked through being traumatized through Far Realm crap, um, she just disappeared. I started having nightmares and complaining about them, and my dad found out they were all Far Realm related, and she just disappeared. And it doesn't make sense that she just disappeared. I was told that she just moved on to teach someone else privately, but I was close with her. She didn't say goodbye or anything. And I don't understand how I could forget. How I could forget them. Anyways, um, I guess you now know something about me that literally no one else knows, including Harold. So I guess, if we're gonna have to work together into a group, regardless of whether or not we like each other is irrelevant, we have to trust each other with information about each other. Okay, I'm done.
6: Done? Um, okay. Uh, first, thank you for telling me this. Um... This is something worth investigating. First off, actually, you remember her face, features, any kind of information that we may be able to follow up on. As this far realm nonsense becomes more prominent, it might be useful to start looking into that.
5: I think so. Do I remember what she looks like?
1: It's like a faint memory, trying to recall someone that you like, an old friend that you yeah. had in like elementary school. You, you. Your brain says, Yes, I remember, but you wouldn't be able to tell yeah, it's like she was human. She was in her mid to late thirties, but that's about all you can yeah. there. You can't like you can kind of see her silhouette in your mind's eye, but you can't put together specific details. Your your brain is telling you yes, you remember, but if you were to like go to a sketch artist, your descriptors would be so vague. It'd be like trying to describe boss.
5: Yeah. Okay uh basically uh yes and no uh she's human from here
6: how old how old were you when she worked for your father
5: oh gosh i had to have been like 12
6: okay so this is seven before
5: harold ever got there so he never met her
6: six or seven years ago then i have like that yeah contacts who may be able to figure something out on this if it bears fruit, I will tell you, as well as the rest of the group. If you wish me to, I will keep this information you've told me secret.
5: The rest of the group should know. I just didn't really have, like, an opportunity to just sort of tell everybody. Um, All right. Kind of a situation. I do think it was completely unnecessary for you to feel like you couldn't tell me about the 12 children that you stole, who you were looking for.
6: Via we're not exactly friends.
5: We don't need to be friends to work together. I agree. And that's, but, if that's something that's important to you and that you're working on that may affect the rest of the group, I think it's important for everyone to know.
6: Do you understand what the punishment for slaving in this city is?
5: You think I would rat you out? Yes. Why? That is why
6: I didn't tell you.
5: Why would I, I do that? Know.
6: I don't know, but I wouldn't want to take the chance on it. I didn't want to tell Seisha or Vinley or Harold, but I was confronted in situations where I did not have a choice. This is something I would have taken to my grave. I wasn't So just they keeping all you.
5: bullied you into the getting the information?
6: No, the situations were complex, let's say. I won't go into detail, but in much the same way as that my slaving past had to be revealed in front of you and Petunia, so it was in front of them. This is not something anyone would want any to ever know, and having said that, I remove my left glove and show her the marking on my finger. The Reforged Ring does this to every initiate they bring in, generally slaves are brought in to serve. Anyone in the city recognizes what this is. Anyone in any kind of political field or anyone, the Gauntlet, the Harpers, who you are a part of, anyone. Breneur would know what this means. And even though we are friends, He is also of a sort who would not tolerate this sort of
5: thing. How did you become a (sighs) slaver?
6: I was sold into it.
5: So you were a slave?
6: Yes. I've been a slave most of my life.
5: I wish I had known that. That makes a lot more sense.
6: I will endeavor to trust you more in the future with sensitive information, but I hope you understand at least I didn't keep this information from you to annoy you. I did it because I didn't want to tell anyone and the fewer people who know the better. I don't know how Petunia will respond to this, but she knows now.
5: I don't
6: think he's gonna anyone to worry about. I'd be more worried about her hurting herself more than anything, I suppose. But still. The fewer who know about this detail of my past, the better. I hope you understand why. Thank you for telling me an aspect of yours.
5: Okay. Well. I guess I'll go now.
6: I extend my right hand out.
5: She shakes it. Okay. Um. Well, I don't know how else to interact with you, so I'm gonna go eat food.
6: All right. Be prepped. We need to discuss what we're going to be doing this morning.
5: Okay and she just leaves awkwardly.
1: Harold, what are you doing?
4: I feed Earl. I I set the toy back up. The
1: the tweedling tweedling bird in the cage?
4: Yeah. I look over at the otter. (laughs) I, I... Get, I, out or, get out of get out of here. God! And I'm gonna silently regret that I ordered that thing and I'm gonna go downstairs. But not before donning my bucket. Yeah, this A acorn looking hat that naturally fits to uh, your head. I know, as- because I know it it has at least enough sentience to know that it likes to be up be in bed early. I don't like put it in a bag or anything like that. I put it on the highest of the posts on my bed in a position of respect.
3: <laughs>
1: Love it, uh,
4: and it can take on any hat form you so wish. Nope, that it wishes.
1: Oh, that but, it wishes, but... but it will be
4: the one that makes the most sense of the exactly.
1: Area. But we will leave it to your descriptors mm-hmm. on what right. it looks like, uh, unless but we, we
4: decide, decide. Okay, yeah, for
1: um, something more. I I will say that it always does have a a slight acorny look to it though. Sure, I'm
4: super okay with that. The
1: knobbiness at the top or at least just the the wood colored form, even if it's just the color, there's always a little hint of acorn to every hat.
4: I like that.
6: I love it. You traded your true name for a mercurial acorn hat. Just let that sink in for a second.
4: Ethan knows that's bad, but Harold's like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not using that name anymore. (laughs) that's as far as Harold thought that through i'm not using that name anymore
3: Uh,
4: um so what is the hat right now i would say the hat right now is just a dapper kind of um adventuring fedora sort of thing not a fedora but you get like more uh, fancy fanciful kind of fantasy hat that matches his uh his ensemble it's not not too over the top fancy. It's it's kind of more muted, like his current coat. But it's uh, but it matches the coat specifically. Okay, that's right. So and we'll say that it's got like a like a tie around it. In uh, we'll say looking at my, I think I have red accents. So we'll say it's like a red ribbon. And at the end, there are three acorns hanging.
1: Okay, cool. Nice. I like it. Um, yeah, uh, almost like a uh, a ca- almost like a smaller cavalier hat.
4: Yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: So, um, <clears throat> as you all make your way downstairs, uh, Satya is riding up on her blue and celestial, uh, horse. You've all dubbed
7: Bernie.
4: Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> this is payback for the BFG thing. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's a, we. I told you which one would stick and I was right.
2: Yeah. Yeah damn it um, she will dismount pet her steed and let him go away to wherever he goes mm-hmm. and head inside and see who's downstairs having breakfast um, as you make your way in
1: for your morning ritual of having a quick breakfast prepared by the amazing chefs Javier and aura you're met by a few other faces first you see Flingrich returned steadily, finding his place back into the fray as if he never left. The smiles of the regular patrons that were there that night light up in the dining room with joy and hope as they all look back at you. Entering. However, there is one smile that fills the room more than any other as she walks up to you with tears in her eyes and a few children in tow. All right, where is he? Where's the man that brought my husband back? Where is Avrin? He's uh, here.
4: Busy, uh, but I 100% take notes, and I pull out a little pen pad.
2: He's not here at the moment. He kind of can pop in when he feels like it.
3: Well,
1: when you see him, when you have any way of reaching him before then, you tell him he's a good man. It doesn't matter what he's done, what shadows he carries. He is a good man, and I could never repay him but we will never forget him. Thank you as well for doing everything you can to protect everyone else, if possible. Please make sure my Jellybean makes it home every night.
2: Even if I escort him myself, he'll get home. And I agree with you, Averin is a good man.
1: Uh, And you watch as, uh, as she leaves with the three children she's carrying around the newborn on her hip and the two toddlers following behind. Something, or more so a few someones, catch your eye. Um, and as uh, uh, Gelda leaves, Finley comes in. A little more solemn than she was the day before.
2: Finley, you okay? You look pale.
0: She looks back to normal. I'm always pale.
2: Well, paler than usual
0: long morning rituals i suppose and uh, she's like she has her arms in her sleeves like she normally does like when she's walking around town mm-hmm. just a long morning
2: okay um i uh hmm. i i kind of need to talk to everybody when they get down here
1: All uh- right. Everybody's here. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Like here. slowly, everybody like Harold wanders down and um, down there.
2: I need to find my mother. I I had a dream last night, and that that thing was there, and my solar was there, and it it told me that to help it. I needed to find my mother. Did
4: name drop it all, like a description, maybe. No hints, riddles.
2: No, I mean
4: vague shape. I, a, a, a voice
2: in the air. Anything? No, but I mean I know a little bit about her. At least what she told my father. Her her name. That she gave him was Damaria um, oh God hang on I hit a button and it jumped her Damaria Wurstein. but that's all I know. I don't know what she looks like. I know she told him that she was a priestess of Lara. How urgent do you need to find her? I mean, you know, my, my solar is basically being consumed by a creature of darkness and shadow that is kind of coming after me too.
6: Yeah, who isn't these days?
2: Yeah. So Did he
6: say why you had to find her? How this would assist?
2: No. He didn't really have a chance to.
6: I don't, I've asked other priestesses here and there about Lara. Apparently from what I understand, they're very seclusive,
2: hard to find. They're very seclusive. They're masters of deceit and deception. They, they're not gonna be found unless they wanna be found. And even if you find someone who says they are one, they may not be one, cause that's just kind of the nature of beast and-
0: Well, Saisha, so if there's anyone who can find out the truth about where these people are, I don't think anyone else is more equipped than you.
2: Thank you, Fenley.
6: It's something to think about. Obviously, if this is, it's hard for me to know exactly what's going on. If this is an extra planar deity being consumed by something we're not even sure, but something to think about also it may be as simple as just letting her know that you're looking for her maybe let her come to you instead
2: take out an ad in the paper
6: (laughs) well say you did a bad idea say you did say that you specifically say chevalispart were looking for her she may not even know you exist
2: oh no she's my mother she knows
6: but i mean she may not know you're here
2: oh that's that's fair
6: it may be wise to just let yourself be known. You're not hiding from her. You want to find her.
2: You do. You really do. I can have
4: people in the Harpers take a look around. That's next. Me and V an ex- ex- will have a network go out there and just kind of look around and see if they've heard anything about the name. That's kay. not a bad idea.
2: V, could you maybe, I'm sorry, Venli. could you maybe put the word out with the Blackstaff?
0: Of course, but... Without knowing anything about her, there's not really much magic can do.
2: I can give you the description my father gave me and the name and a location where she was 21 years ago.
0: Do you think your father would have a gift left over from her? I'm sure he does. Something that belonged to her? Yes, yes. Oh, well... If we get that item, we could definitely find her. He had a little
2: chest of things that he had gifted to her that she left behind. I'm sure he still has them. Hmm. I'll I'll write a letter to him and ask him if there's anything else he can tell me as well. And
5: V, you still have noble contacts, right? I mean, those who will still talk to me. Could you Always us- have the Castellaners, at least. Could you maybe ask them to help?
2: Yeah. I mean, they, they must have extensive
5: contacts in other areas, not just the city. Right. Um, just give me whatever information that they might help them.
2: Thank you, guys. You guys are the
5: best.
4: <laughs> no you. Okay, so now we got that on the docket. What else do we have? What what are our current issues? We know we all have something we got to do today.
5: What's our itinerary? We
3: something
6: we need to do in a few hours.
2: Let's let's finish our breakfast, and go upstairs, and discuss that.
6: Sure.
2: And as you all are
1: uh, getting up to leave, something catches your eye, or maybe someone. Sitting around the corner, trying not to draw too much attention to themselves, is a large, gruff-looking half-orc with a massive longbow strewn across his back, next to a kukri glaive. To his left is a voluptuous vixen with a waterfall of vibrant red hair, matching lips of her coy smile as she is staring at Saisha, waiting on her to notice her. To his right, To her right is the short, dark-skinned, tough-as-nails dwarven woman with a penchant for coin. And tucked away furthest in the back is the handsome blonde elven bard, sipping on a sharp and sweet bubbling mimosa.
0: Oh joy, all my friends are here. I'm so excited.
2: she will go bounding over. Hello, Radiance. (laughs) She
1: smiles and, Ah, good morning.
6: I I would assume we all walk over.
1: Yeah. 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 Saisha's first, obviously. Sure. So, lovely establishment you have here. Very quaint and family friendly. Thank you. Not what I expected as he stares at you, Voss. So, what is this mission against the Zentaram, Istred has whispered in my ear about? What is everything we know?
6: Do I get the feeling like do we need to take this conversation upstairs or will be undisturbed here?
1: It's your choice. Dabble doesn't seem to care, it's not his place.
0: Are they are they sitting in the corner booth? The they booth? are okay. okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Like uh, the the hearth divides into you were on one side and they were on the other, that's why you didn't see them before. Okay. Um
6: we'll go okay. ahead and take this upstairs. Just a quick transition. Um but once we're alone, everybody's sat down.
0: I will say Chuckles and Dumbo are manning the door.
2: Um, I'll be right back. I'm going to go check on something. And Seisha's going to go up to her room. Uh-huh. And knock on the door. You hear a feet?
1: <clears throat> and then pure quiet.
2: Alpha lead, it's Seisha. May I come in?
1: As a moment passes, and finally the door opens just a crack as the young, silver haired uh, girl with the bright gray eyes is wearing the garment you lay out for her. And you can see in her face that she kind of woke up and then once again realized where she was and everything that happened.
2: Good morning. Um- I wanted to see if you wanted to come downstairs and get some breakfast. Hey, ask her if she wants some breakfast. That's Harold. I'm sure you remember him.
1: Like you saw her kind of recoil around the the door, and then like peers out again, nods her head knowingly.
3: Like, yeah,
1: just just seems real timid, un- still unsure. Yeah, uh, in this new setting that she's been. Literally thrown into.
2: If if you'd prefer, you can go back to sleep. But I wanted to let you know when you're hungry, the kitchen, the 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 cooks in the kitchen will get you anything you need.
1: And, um, you get and it's the on sense, the house. You you get the sense that she is afraid to leave the
2: room. Okay. Um, right outside the door here is a little library. If you want to read feel free to grab any of the books and there's a nook up through that trap door. It's just a little small room with some windows that overlook the city and that's my favorite reading spot. There's some pillows up there to make it a little cozier. That's probably the best spot you'll find in this building.
1: She nods with a small smile feeling slightly comforted and uh, a little bit more open to you and maybe some other people but outside is also where he is
2: yeah all right well we'll be downstairs um the whole gang is down there so if you need anything just knock on the floor three times and i'll come up okay she nods all right take care sweetie and she'll turn around and go back downstairs and go sit next to garyelle
0: vinley is standing as far away from these people as possible
2: as you sit down, garyle so, leans back,
1: kind of puts her head on your shoulder and intertwines her fingers in yours. Davil takes the comfiest seat in the room, kicks his feet up on the table. Harold stops
4: walking to the comfiest seat in the room and kind of <laughs> <laughs> stands in a corner.
3: Uh,
1: <clears throat> uh, Istrid kind of leans against one of the back walls. Um, you watch as she's kind of flickering um, a coin between her fingers um, just kind of rolls over. And you see Zaraj check every window and uh, every hallway uh, real quick, real quietly, just getting a, a new perspective. Of I side.
6: give a nod to Zaraj to um, kind of check with him if it's OK being watched. Nothing seems a mess.
1: You, he looks at you kind of gives you a shrug that he doesn't know okay.
6: um, I'll take a quick look outside to see if I see anything mess just real quick
1: okay
0: I'm going to make a perception change
6: so uh, 14
4: uh, I was going to say I was going to say I'll, I'll, I'll inspire him because I want to know too but I don't think I'm as good at knowing as he would be but uh, up to you guys if it's too late Uh
1: you can make your own perception roll if you so will. Sure, I'll yeah.
4: do that. I'll do yeah.
6: that. Uh, 15. <laughs> hey!
1: As you look outside, the only thing that you notice is that the skies are growing dark. Um, nothing, like, overly ominous. There's no red skies, no crazy lightning. There's no, you know, black void. It's just there's clouds overtaking the sky. Looks like a, a, a storm might be rolling in soon.
6: Okay. Okay. I move to the center of the room and I say, thank you. Time is pertinent, so I'll be quick. We learned recently in the black market that there is going to be a Zentarm item drop, something of at least important enough to get the winter's winds attention. It's going to be happening at 11 in the field ward and it has to be dropped by a butcher named Thrakus. That is unfortunately all we know. I saw this and as well as others in my group so this is a potential opportunity to frame the Xanathar and to potentially get them back at each other's throats.
2: An, I mean, what are the chances that this is a trap and setup?
6: That's the
4: only thing that we're all worried about. Because we have made an agreement with uh, certain parties that we wouldn't interfere with Manshoon, uh, we're currently in the predicament where if we were to interfere, we would be basically drawing him directly to us, which would turn out about as well as you'd imagine. So with that in mind, we need to do everything we can to distance ourselves from what's happening and make sure nobody ever knows that we were a part of it, which also makes it seem likely that it's a trap that they've set up specifically to let us know that it's happening.
1: Okay. So we have a location. Well, ish. We know who's doing the pickup.
6: Correct? Yes. Yes.
1: All right? And we know the time.: Yes. Okay. Do we know what it is we're looking for? What this item actually
6: is? No, unfortunately.:
2: What are the chances it's harrow dust?:
6: Possible. But
0: it could be nothing at all.:
6: If it's harrow dust, then it's of utmost importance that it not make its way to the field war, I'd say. If it's not, and it's something valuable, it could easily be fenced for some extra gold. Whatever it is, we, and I point to the group, can't keep it for obvious reasons.
1: You mentioned that frigid bastard. So, if he's involved, granted, I'm pretty sure he runs their drug trade, but he runs, he's basically mansion's right in man's when within the city walls. So, I don't think it's Harrowdust, otherwise it wouldn't be as important. You just get anyone else to run it. I mean, Harrowdust is. is running rampant through the entire city. What makes this shipment even any more special? From what I, st- I under- from what I understand, if it's anything involving the dust, he opens a gate and just loads it right in, whatever it needs to be. I feel like this, if it is something, it's going to be a little bit more Unique, yeah, or like you said, could be a trap.
0: Can I roll an arcana check on the phrasing she just used of opening a gate and putting it somewhere? Go ahead, come on. Oh no, it's a 16. 16.
1: There's a lot of magical transportation elements that. Yeah, you you saw the last remnants because you were you sent Savard in to see? You saw the an arcane portal That's probably what you were referring to to specific, Yeah, to specifically say what type of magic was used. You can't it's tell. Not your forte. Definitely not.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, this Aladdin. Um, He's Manchun's biggest fence. He can get anything, anywhere. Anyone, anywhere.
2: Oh, that raises an interesting point. What if it's a person?
6: Wait, the first thing we're going to have to do is find Thrakus before the meet. I know some people in context within the field wards might know who he is, but the more eyes and ears we have there, closer we have to find him. We're only going to have a few hours to do so, so we need to be quick.
4: What's your plan? Take out Thrakis and then replace him and take the shipment for ourselves?
6: Potentially, if it comes to that. We may be able to persuade Thrakis to do otherwise if we are actually the Xanathar, which, and I kind of side-eye Seisha and V on this. If we're to go through with this, We need to be Xanathar, ruthless, no mercy, nothing that would give us away, which also means no distinct things. Obviously, magic would be useful in the situation, but I look at Harold. You generally have a flair to things you do that gives you away. No.
5: Me? Yeah?
6: No specialty weapons either, and I look at the blade on Villamiliana's back. Nothing I mean, that,
5: okay, I got my pocket sand.
6: Nothing that would give us away. Nothing that would look abnormal. Nothing associated with us. We've encountered this man twice. He wouldn't recognize us, so I second hand.
5: He's but never like, met me. So like a spell or something that can make like my weapons invisible? That would be really cool.
6: Sesha was there when we encountered the first time we broke up the Harrow Dust racket, right? When he teleported <gasps> away?
2: I wasn't there. I you was in Costa Rica. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, is <laughs> <was> that <laughs> it? Okay.
2: Yeah, Seisha was. I've a, never met the right. guy.
1: Right, Seisha, Seisha. was researching. Oh. That cool. entire time in the Blue Alley, and Seisha never went to the Blue Alley.
3: Oh wow. Cool. Yeah.
1: Kaiser Vex, remember? That's, yeah. It was Kaiser Vex, and then, uh, and then Kaiser Vex. You know, only made it hey, halfway through that.
6: That's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> that gives you a little bit more leeway, though. I'd say no wings.
1: Okay. No, that's true. You were there because Voss's fireball nearly killed you.
2: That's when Voss exploded. I I don't know. I wasn't here for that session. Wait. You, you were, you were because there you for tried the second. No, I was Voss. not. I was not here. I was in Costa Rica.
5: No, no, no. There it was two different sessions when we were in the Yeah, I was
2: there at the start, and then we had the end of that session, and the next session was where they actually went in. Okay, well, you may not have been.
3: <laughs> yeah.
6: However Schrodinger's Seisha panned out in this um, I would just say not, don't do anything that would give you away and at that I uh, would put both of my rapiers on the table um,
4: There is one more thing I thought about that is risky but would guarantee that there would be confusion What's that? I have already once gone by a place and left a note for the Xanathar, and they showed up at a meet. If I left a note in the same vein, I guarantee you they'd show up again because the first one worked. They would trust it. It would, but that
6: would make it a
4: dangerous that. because they could, it might fall into their
6: hands. Whatever the actual are. Xanathar come back.
4: Yeah, yeah, like that's they they if they actually show up, it's gonna be a bloodbath. And, they, and there's a chance they may make off with whatever's in the box. And oh, that man. puts a bunch of people in the in the ward in danger.
6: And we want to avoid that.
0: Or, idea, we happen to let slip to the actual Xanathar guild that this drop-off is happening. A fight breaks out and a member of the Force Grey helps stop it. We didn't do anything wrong. We just stopped a gang fight.
4: That, that was... You heard the Eladrin. That was enough when we got almost mugged and stopped that. That's enough. They're going to they're gonna try to grill us on any decision we make, so we have to make 100% certain that whatever it is we do, we don't fall into a trap, and above all, we never give away that it's us.
6: Normally, I would be in favor of allowing someone else to do this. However, if we're to do this with precision, and to do this without casualties in the field war, civilian casualties. We can't leave anything to chance. Otherwise, I'd say that's a good idea. It has I to agree. be us. It
4: has to be us.
0: Well, we're... um, an invisibility
4: spell today. Here's here's the other thing I wanna I wanna address about getting Thrakus early. I don't think it's a good idea in case this is some sort of trap. I mean, getting an eye on him, yes. Doing something to him prior, no. We need to actually see this go down so that we're aware we're not walking into something. If we can stall long enough to make sure that we're in a position where we can do something and we've seen it happen and we know for a fact it isn't a trap, then we can do something. Otherwise, we might be just be walking into exactly what they expect. Oh, Sasha looks excited and has her hand raised.
2: I have an idea. Okay, so we've got the militia out there, right? What if we set it up so it looks like we're doing a class nearby? So that and have the militia there, but have them instructed to scatter at a certain, like, when we jump. So okay. that we're set up to actually... I go.
6: don't trust the militias trained well enough to do these kinds and of
1: things. you see Davil start shaking his hand. Now, you've all gathered us here, thanks to Voss telling Istred, um,
4: we'll assist.
3: Oh! We need oh. to...
4: Harold's yeah. head kind of cocks. So he looks at Dabble. He's like, "You're you going to go in the field <laughs> and ruin this pretty face, these clothes, sir?
1: You're like a all uh, you what is that market that's out there that they, they're everywhere? You, you're like one of their knockoff brand
2: versions of me. What? So, what? um, I'll do <laughs> respect. That, well, you're not the prettiest face in the Doom Raiders." And she looks at all. And, <laughs> uh, you, you, you see Davil's ego get hit a
1: little bit as, as he's like, uh, he doesn't want to admit you're right. Hey,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's right, as Istred speaks up. We're going to help, but
2: what the fuck are we getting paid for helping the Ronto Experience here?
4: Harold turns, he goes, yes, Ronto Experience. What are they getting paid?
2: Wait, is that the new team name?
4: That's not the new. No, it's
3: oh, not. Oh
6: no, I.
0: Oh, it but... is now for me. I will say. <laughs> yeah. We are not allowed to keep whatever delivery is being dropped off. Yes. If were to happen to go missing. We wouldn't be able to do anything about it.
6: Agreed. Whatever yes. this is, would be yours.
4: Harold does not, I mean, like, no insight check necessary. He does not look through super thrilled with that idea. He just is like,
6: hmm. Depending upon what this is, we can discuss what the actual payment is, but whatever it is, you get a piece of it.
1: That is fair. Everyone here gets a cut. He gets a payout for helping us. We just expect the same. That's all. And she kind of leans back and continues moving that coin. Yeah, fair is fair. Look, we're all teammates here, right? You scratch our back, we scratch yours. We're all working for the betterment of Waterdeep, so why not also not screw each other over? Um, <clears throat> so I'm, let's add more to your plan. So if you want to gather your miscreants that you're training, fine, but they shouldn't be in battle because I agree with Boss.
2: No, I, I don't want them in the fight. It just gives us a reason to be there.
1: I think there'll be a distraction. Look, he's a butcher. You're talking about going in, looking like someone else. Disguise yourself as field wards. Uh, wardians. That's probably what we're going to do. Well, they're going to do, as he looks towards uh, the three others. And um, just go buy some meat. You get a layout of
0: his shop. You get in. You get out. Then you know the location. I would like to repeat. I can be invisible. Or that.
2: I'm really not good at maintaining covert operations.
4: That is true. That is painfully, painfully true. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you wait outside.
2: That's probably a good idea.
6: Can you wait and lean? If you can wait and lean, you can maintain that.
2: Wait Wait and lean?
6: Lean like, against the wall and just yes. Yeah,
2: I could probably do that.
0: Look, just, just look at Astrid. She's doing it wonderfully right now. Can,
4: can we, can we just it's do a great. quick test run, Sasha? Just something real quick for me. Oh, can we do that? My bad. All right, just lean real quick. All right, you're leaning. Oh, all right. What are you doing out here? <sighs> okay, I don't think we have anything to worry about. Okay.
3: Oh, And uh, Ariel Ariel
1: holds her hand up. I can be a distraction if anything capsizes. Don't you worry about that. I assure you that I can even keep little Miss Angel here distracted long enough not to mess anything up. I say that with all due respect, my love. You know, as as distracting as you can be as you watch his eyes cut back up, um, I think it's smarter if we go with the same plan. Siraj, you take to the Skies. Istrid. What is that group that's up there? The, um... The healers. disguise yourself is one of them. And Gariel. Um, just talk. playing into the crowd. It's what I do best. And Estrid just kind of nods. And, uh... I guess I can brush up on my master lore. It's been a while. since I needed to be a pacifist.
2: I'm so <laughs> excited to get to see all of you in action.
1: <laughs> They'll be back up.
2: Well, yeah, I know, but even that...
1: That's right. This is your plan. We're just there to make sure it goes off. Mm-hmm. We'll follow your leads.
6: Understood. Well, then... Especially
1: if you're going after Manchun. Like I said, if you could take out Manchun, what what would you need our help for? But, since you're so gung-ho on doing it, I don't want to lose my best man.
6: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I say nothing. I let Harold have this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you see Davil just grin, and like, you're like, oh, like you you see that, like, yeah, Like grins toward Harold, like, coyly looks over to you, boss. Slightly disappointed you're not unnerved by it.
0: Hey, <laughs> uh, at least Harold is finally on the top of someone's list.
1: Yeah. Boom,
2: put me up there.
0: <laughs> All right. That
2: devil will build Harold a statue.
1: <laughs> if uh, anybody wants to stay behind with me, uh, this house looks like it needs some looking after as his eyes fall upon you, Binley.
0: Oh, don't worry. You won't be alone. And Chuckles and Dumbo join him sitting down. I can't bring them with me. They're dead weight
2: um can ah. i was talk to you for a second in private did you say me yes
6: yeah no. um sure i give one last thing uh to everyone participating remember nothing distinct that characterizes you as you
4: i go i'm got to go look at my equipment I, everything i have is
2: wait so i can't oh, wear my God, armor this
6: is gonna be
4: very
2: difficult
6: your armor is not really that distinct.
4: You it's can't. We'll
2: take... agree on it now. If, it, I, it is kind of distinct. I feel like me. I
6: feel
2: it is. I'm just distinct. We'll do disguises like we did for the black market.
6: Something
5: like that. Well, I guess I'll. I mean. Uh... Look at it this way. You get to use your old battle axe again. Oh, I can read my battle axe. Yeah.
4: Harold thinks back, did she have a battle axe when we went or?
2: Yeah, she did. What's her
4: character art? No, I mean, did um, she have the battle axe when we went to the Blue Alley?
0: Oh my God. Did I have the
2: sword? We didn't take any weapons, I don't think, did we?
0: Mm-mm. She had the she had the great sword because it was a gift from Maloon. Before we went to the, I
5: had the talking sort yeah. of that yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so you had the
0: weird. the
1: blue, very yeah. obvious, yes, and
0: Azure Edge. Azure
5: Edge. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. so normal your, acts would be fine. Your
2: great act is fine. You can oh, I see it. what you're saying. Oh.
5: Okay, okay. So I'll I'll do my great then. Okay, okay.
4: Um, um. Harold is like I can I can throw a disguise together for you real quick.
5: Okay.
6: Um,
2: Saysha will she'll well head to Voss's room.
6: Yeah, we'll talk for a second. I close the door behind me and say, "Yeah."
2: What about Alpha Lead? If Dabble's staying here, what about her? I don't know. Do you want me to go ask her to stay upstairs? Uh,
6: if if it seems like she'll stay here, fine. Um.
1: Did you did you go away? Yes, yeah. Okay. We're in okay. boss's room.
6: I in all honesty, I can't really think about that right now. It's a situation I'll deal with whenever we get back.
2: Okay. Um I'm gonna I'll catch up to you guys and I'll take some breakfast up to her.
6: Okay. Um
2: And just ask her to stay put.
6: Give her some space, too. Yeah. It's a lot for her to take in.
2: I know. I I told her where she can find books and about my favorite nook.
6: And do not talk about me. I understand. Thank you. And I'll... We'll head
0: head back back out. Yep. But... I was going to say, since it sounded like this conversation was wrapping up, Vinley was about to make a visit to Alphalede. Okay, so when she saw Voss and Seisha leave the room, she would have been like, well, looks like we're going to change. And she's going to uh, go up to Seisha's room to talk to Alpha lead briefly. And she will uh, just knock on the door. She won't open it.
1: And just like Seisha, there's a minute that passes. And then it cracks open, and you see her dressed in the same clothes she was wearing the day before. Um, But they look clean, unsoiled. Good for you. Hi there. Uh, And uh, you actually see, like, as as she sees you, her eyes kind of get a little widened, wider. um, as she kind of looks at you. Oh,
0: how are you doing? Hungry. Oh, why haven't you gone downstairs for breakfast?
1: I don't wanna go downstairs right now.
0: Well, I'll arrange for something to be brought to you or I'm I'm sure someone else has. Other people of this group are a lot nicer than me, you'll come to find. But I wanted to come up and let you know before we headed out for a little bit that I plan on taking you around to see some of my favorite sites later today. So, I guess just be ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun, I hope. Can we go now? I don't really wanna be here any longer. Um. Her, her eyes start to, like, flick around briefly. I, I should only be gone for a couple hours. Unfortunately, there's something we all have to do that is apparently very, very important. So I will come collect you as soon as we are done. I just don't believe you're at a point in your power in which you would be able to Survive what we're about to do. And see her her sh- shoulders kind of slump a bit, and her head kind of doesn't kind of go down. Just kind of gets like downed. <laughs> Shrinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You promise? Oh, I swear on my magic, Alpha Lead. I will come back. oh and I I did bring you one thing but you have to promise me that you won't point any of these spells towards the man and you won't practice it inside the house okay and she will reach into her bag and pull out the evocationist spell book and hand it to her and say these are some very powerful spells if you have any questions when I return I will explain all of them to you in detail
1: uh her eyes go wide she like looks at the book she hasn't taken it from you yet but she's just like
0: well go ahead it's it's yours for right now until you've mastered all the spells on it i've already done it so i have no use for it she kind of like hesitantly puts her
1: hands on the book and then re-looks at you for affirmation and then,
0: what are you checking on, Althalid? If you want it, take it.
1: And she kind of just pulls it from your hand. <laughs> and Fair then fun. instantly, you just starts flipping through it. And you see, like, excitement and uh, just almost a weird sense of wonderment and possibly even freedom. Light up in
0: her eyes. Vinley will reach out and touch her face with her bare hand and say, "I'll be back, okay? Don't overwhelm yourself. They they can get out of hand pretty fast if you don't know what you're doing." Uh, there's a little bit of recoil when you touch her face. There's but... a bit of a hesitation in Vinley's hand as well. When she t- makes contact, mm-hmm. she almost like like jumps back for a second
1: and you pick up it's not from her like it's not from someone that was abused it's from you still being a stranger
3: mm.
1: yeah um uh, but uh, you watch as like she her eyes like again one final look towards you just to like reassure herself that you're not about to take this away uh, and as you close the door you can see her turning and heading towards the book
0: Yay! And then Vinley starts walking down the stairs, and I assume Seisha passes.
1: Yeah, you. you, you going up as Vinley's going down. Seisha
2: has breakfast in her hands.
0: Oh, it's like so- a massively loaded tray.
2: There's like one of everything on it.
0: <laughs> Vinley will, uh, as she's walking down, and she sees Seisha and goes, "Um, I was correct. Breakfast is know on the." I
2: what she so I got everything.
0: Oh. Takes an <laughs> she'll apple. pass her and <laughs> head up with it. Okay. And uh, yeah.
2: And she sets uh, it down and pleasantries and then heads back downstairs. Uh, you don't see her when you okay. walk in, uh, but you can see the light
1: on in the, the little nook? oil lantern that is in there. Oh, okay. Uh, she'll
2: set it on a table. Uh, no, it's not an oil
1: lantern. It is an actual magical light. You see a light coming from the nook.
2: Awesome. And she sets it on the, the table in the room and heads downstairs.
3: All right.
6: Make your way um, downstairs? Yep. Uh, as soon as Harold is done, I'll wait until he's done helping everybody uh, disguise themselves for however long that takes. I guess it's going to take some time. How much time do we have?
1: So, like I said, uh, let's say it's like eight now. You know that the pickup is at eleven, so
3: yeah. you know, like
1: three hours. Uh, it took about two hours to get everyone disguised for the
4: market. But that was also a lot more involved uh, than this than this disguise, which yes. will mostly just be ragging up and like. Yep.
0: you up. Yeah. Binley will let you know that she does not need a disguise this time. Okay. okay. So that should cut down the time. The I biggest
4: will... one is that I need to do V in such a way that V is also appears as another race because yep. badass is... goliaths are very, very noticeable.
0: Well, perhaps you could turn her into a, a more typical goliath. Sure. The gray skin and whatnot. Okay.
4: Okay, so what do I need to roll?
1: Uh, you're going to roll Disguise Kit, um, and you're going to roll Dexterity because you're trying to be quick. Right, that's fair. Uh, so, Proficiency Bonus plus Dexterity modifier.
0: Could I perhaps assist him with, like... Uh, Accuracy using uh, intelligence. No, because you're not proficient
1: in disguises. Gotcha.
2: Um, okay. can I assist him using knowledge of the ages to be proficient in disguises? Absolutely. <laughs> you can do that.
1: A hundred percent. So you can roll with advantage, uh, Harold, as Seisha has uh under. Acute understanding of, of disguise kits. It's really strange. Oh,
4: that's amazing. You knew that. It's, wow. Agma Og- oh, has blessed
1: her in this moment.
2: I pick so, things up here and there.
4: I'll do. I'll do V Fred first. Read in the book once.
2: Agma, be priced.
4: Uh, for V's disguise, it is twenty four. Nice. What are you doing? Are you uh,
1: going I'm gonna take.
4: I'm gonna take Vinley's advice and just make her look more average. All around, just like take away a lot of like her distinct features and
1: maybe
2: maybe
4: make her, her look male. Uh, you you
1: know for a fact that you've never seen a male Goliath with hair.
4: That's fair. Mm. All right. And she so has a
1: lot of hair.
4: So I'll just Do make her look basically like feet? another Goliath. <laughs> Harold just looks and like I'm within arm's length. Why would you ask that? Harold, Don't ask questions Harold. that'll get me hurt. He's anyway, Dabble, like I was saying, it's on North Street. They cinch them up too tight, but they look real nice. You'd look great in a pair. And I continue working. And and he's he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're real tight though. I'm warning you, they're tight. Just, but I'm not going to, sell to tell him about him any rash. Pants. No, this uh, is a different color. I continue uh... working.
1: Uh, and um, you actually, um, a- as you're doing this, you actually watch as Gariel comes over uh, to you uh,
7: and oh. begins
1: to disguise you. Oh. <laughs> nice. and And uh, Davel walks
4: over towards Binley. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Harold scoots himself and V further away. A
1: little
2: <laughs> way, a little
4: further, a little more on the.
2: Move out of the blast radius.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh ready for a little bit of finger painting? Some body painting?
0: Come on. Oh no, I have magic that eliminates the need for such tomfoolery. Thank you though.
1: You know people can see through magic, and if they see through that, they're still gonna see you.
6: Devil, uh, come help me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't plan on being disguised for too long before I go invisible. And then they won't be able to see me at all.
1: Hopefully this doesn't take long. Maybe next time. And he gives you a wink. Works his way over. So what shade of lipstick is good for you, Voss?
6: None. But I do need you to draw this on my forehead. And I pull out the mark of Xanathar.
1: Ah. Okay. You want the ten spokes? No problem.
6: I do. And, and I ah. use the, the comb to I use the comb to turn my hair red.
1: Okay, you brush through it a couple of times, and then yeah. eventually you get to an auburn color.
0: Um, boss.
4: And I'm going to roll the disguise myself as well. Okay.
6: okay.
0: Can I perhaps have my comb back now? Are you done with it?
6: I hand it back to you. I say, you'll help me change this back and we're done.
2: I don't know. I think the red looks pretty good on you.
6: Right when we're done, please. (laughs) Of course I will. I hand it to her. I got a dirty 20 on my disguise.
1: Okay. Okay. And then Voss, um, uh, he's joking about the lipstick, but uh, (laughs) does take the glass, finishes off his mimosa, puts it up against your forehead, draws a perfect circle. And then creates the 10 spokes from that. Um, as uh, he has it kind of off more so like covering your eye, like this. Because if you're going to wear like a hood or something, doesn't yeah. want to, he wants it very prominent as it circles your eye, mm-hmm. and then the 10 spokes radiate uh out from that. And then takes a couple of the uh darker. Uh, colors and muddies yeah. up your face.
6: Make it look as much like a tattoo as, as humanly possible.
1: Oh yeah, he definitely does that.
6: Yeah. It's
1: um, like the
0: shop boy now.
1: <laughs> and uh, he gives you a uh, a busted lip. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that looks real. <laughs> uh, your hands are oh so
6: soft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I keep them uh, lotion and gloves all day. <laughs>
6: Boss makes no comment on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he goes, ah, you are always basically run of the mill. You look like run of the mill. As, uh, Boss got, you got a 17 from Dabble.
6: Wait, Got it. Um, I look about at the group. Uh, is there anything, knowing them, anything I notice on them that is, that would give them away from the two times that the Winter's Wind has seen us. not that he's going to be there but anything that could be reported back to him as being distinct
1: Uh, Seisha's armor now that it has been modified by Embrick and Avi is a little bit more distinct than. um, and you haven't seen anybody in the field ward wear plate (laughs) but she can carry the shield
6: Mm I okay
1: you yeah. had the shield in the market, but yeah. Seisha wasn't in the tent. Yeah, Seisha was not there. right I didn't yeah. go in. Yeah, so you never okay. met the Winch's Win. So yeah, you can only um, carry the shield.
6: So I, I will ask this as in that game: Are you proficient in leather armor?
1: I mean, you should. You're proficient in all yeah. armors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am.
6: Okay. Um, I have two sets of armor. The one I'm wearing right now. Is the one I'm wearing right now distinct enough because it wasn't Aubrey and Embry uh, studded?
1: Uh, you got one yeah. of their um, basic lines. You didn't Pretty get man. anything custom.
4: Yep. Is uh, this Seisha bigger um, than he is?
1: Like, it's in armor. I mean, it's, it, it, it can be, the straps yeah. can be loosened. Yeah. Okay.
4: yeah. Uh, There's I,
1: no sizing. I will yeah, say okay. that. Are you giving West me covered, studded leather? You have, he's giving you regular leathers. He upgraded the studded leather if I okay. remember correctly. Harold, yeah. uh, your um, purple chain mail, unless hidden, is identifiable.
4: I will yes. cover but it But I up. mean, it
1: was made to go under. Yeah, the, yeah I'll cover it up. That can easily just put rags on top. Of yeah, this. that's what I
4: do. I'm not taking that stuff off. Um, but I will, uh, I have to hide the mask on me somewhere uh, because it's my spell focus. So I will hide the mask somewhere on me and I, uh, I don't need the accordion. Uh, yeah, a DAS accordion is way too obvious. We're oh, just gonna okay. leave, yeah, we're gonna leave that. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, that is blatantly unique. Uh, the knife, I can change it once per day, right? So you can change it. Yeah, you can change it when you wake
1: up or when you're right. short rest or in long rest is when you can change it. Yeah.
2: Okay, right. I, take- I need to bring something up here. Because um, I'm I'm looking at this and I can't use the powers that I have through Agma because that's really distinct, mm-hmm. and I can't wear my normal armor and I feel like I could beat the crap out of me in this stuff.
6: <laughs> there. look.
2: I th- I feel like I might be more of a hindrance.
4: Like, luckily, oh. you're not going to be fighting you, so uh, that's going to matter.
1: I'll squeeze your hand, darling. You have hands that can bring back the dead. If it gets, if it gets hairy, that's true. If I go okay, down, I'll just make stay sure in the back you, then. And, and she's like, and if I go down,
2: make
0: sure you use your lips, not your hands, please.
2: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, and you God. see,
1: you see Voss looking over at you as he points to his eyes, and then he points towards you, basically saying, "I'll be watching you."
3: Who?
0: Zarash not Vas.
1: yeah <laughs> and uh, not in a um, like threatening way Yeah. protective like that's what we're here for
6: okay. um, I was
4: thinking flirty. but um oh uh wait uh what was I what was I, was I specifically going to ask about something uh my yeah my knife and changing it mm-hmm. uh can I change that to something that I wouldn't normally carry
1: absolutely you can change it to any martial weapon any weapon, uh, any melee weapon.
4: I look over at V and I look back at it. And I look over at V, I look back at it and I am making a great axe.
0: <laughs>
4: nice. Okay. I'm just, okay, is that is that a possibility or is that too big? Is, is is it only swords or smaller? We can limit this as much as you want. <laughs> I think they're thinking about it.
1: You have to be proficient in the weapon like uh, you can make it a great axe, it just won't be beneficial for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I am I, I, I only
4: good with simple and martial weapons. So,
1: no, it is a yeah. martial weapon. It's a martial. Okay, I've, yeah. I've yeah. seen no, her yes. do it enough. You are
6: proficient. Yeah, and Harold has you can totally a, make it a great, great axe, axe that
4: looks like the mini me version of her axe. <laughs> nice. Uh, I. W- it's yeah. smaller. I mean, like it's not like a. It's built for Harold, but it's but it's still like you know what? Fuck it, whatever.
1: I I will re- reiterate though that it will yeah. have a silver handle, and axe will be made of purple gem. However, however, that is un- that is unique, and you've never carried anything like that. So that's Sorry, why is, I mean, why is that yeah. You're gonna stand out at, at you're not gonna be a feel right. I will look like
4: that is a very, that's what. Yeah, this could look like a Xanathar weapon. Okay.
2: Um, question: yes. oh, What yeah. do I look like? Do I look like a dude or a chick?
1: Uh, you just look like non. Okay, I'm just wondering if I
2: need to, to be. <gasps> or.
1: No. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, you're you're a you're a girl. Oh no. <laughs> and and it is the most okay. nondescript you. Like if you saw you in a crowd, you would God. your eyes would just gla- glaze right over. Everybody got basically turned into bugs. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, let me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, G- Garyl just goes, no, no, hun, no, darling, just you, just be you. Don't even
0: please. I, I actually think that is her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should say that. The wand of magic missiles is staying within the bag of holding. And Vinley, as of right now, is wearing common clothing. She went and changed into her common travel set of clothing. Okay. And she is using uh, one of the wands she stole off of a dead body, not her wands. All right.
1: Just for shits and giggles, uh, give us a disguise. It will be—you're not—it'll be intelligence based because you're not actually putting on makeup or anything. You're basically just changing clothes. It's just a standard base for what your disguise will be. You do not have proficiency, so it'll be D twenty plus your intelligence.
0: That's a um, nineteen plus three. <laughs> so, what is that? I can't map right now. do
1: Two. 21. 22.
0: 22. 22. 22. So, and she does plan on casting um, disguise just... self.
2: Okay. And you have Disguise it. self up at the same and time as
1: invisibility.
0: No, but I won't need it. Okay. Uh, she also cast mage armor for leading up to this. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> or when this inevitably goes tits up.
3: Uh. Yeah.
1: Like, okay, so I saw. I saw a massive plate of food go upstairs and not come down. It was for Biblio. Harold is going. Wait, wait, you can't. <laughs> and Dabble looks at Gariel. Who? Uh, you actually, you, 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 you see Gariel look at you. Doesn't say anything, and like without missing, but but like, yeah, instantly catches that, uh, and and just goes, oh, that's her pet mimic. We should go you see him like eyeing both of you? I don't feel like that's right, but... Oh no, Biblio is her pet mimic. I mean, all right. he's the
2: size of a table.
4: Bigger,
1: really. Book,
2: but now he likes to sit as a table.
4: Are we all ready to go? Pet books.
2: Istrid,
1: pet mimic on the book. Wait, what? Let's do it. What? All right, you guys have fun. I'm going to chill out with... Twitter Their names are actually
0: Chuckles and Dumbo. Oh, right? <laughs> um, You too. Make sure he doesn't get into any place he shouldn't be in.
4: Harold looks between them and goes, yeah, I'm sure they're going to do a really great job of stopping him if they have to. Yeah, yeah.
0: You didn't have to say it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, we're all thinking evenly as I'm walking towards the door. <laughs> all oh, right. Well,
0: just know if anything happens to Chuckles or Dumbo... You'll be my next one. Goodbye, Devil.
4: That 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 is also... That's which, you uh, I'm just gonna... Yeah. You, you mean you want to keep me around forever and all eternity? <laughs> You're making this a hard choice. North Street, remember. Okay, they sent him up real <laughs> tight. That was you really good. Get yourself a pair.
6: I, <laughs> Let I me do. know
4: how it turns out as Harold's walking out the door.
6: I do walk up to Devil and extend my hand and say, thank you.
1: And he'll actually stand up, shake your hand, be like, it's what family's for.
6: I am slowly beginning to learn. that. We should be back within a few hours with any luck. Hopefully you won't hear any word of it until it's done.
1: And He brings you in closer
0: and goes, I think she's warming up to me. Yeah. It's out of play, but as warm as a fireball,
6: <laughs> <laughs> and and I never
4: further away than that.
1: Uh, and boss, with your time. passive insight, you can tell that he knows that she's not. But
6: that's it. a feeling. But, mm-hmm. but I head out. All right, where are you
2: all headed? Field ward, I guess. Okay.
6: Um, I would say. Oh, carriages don't go directly into the field ward anyway. We're so, close enough yeah, to walking, but... aren't we?
1: Yeah, you're totally close enough to walk it. It's yep. Like, 15, maybe 20 minutes walking.
0: If you're...
2: Should we split up? So that we're not one big group gaining attention?
0: I agree with that. Alright, do we have Fair any enough.
2: means
4: to communicate with each other at distance?
6: No, but trust that...
2: I'll know where we're going.
6: All of us at some point in um, oh. We're looking for fracas. We're looking for the. I actually, there's like a district with the. Uh, like there's butcher yeah, shops in street the area, right? That's where
1: you're going. It is literally a street of butchers.
6: Okay. I say, all of us head to Chop Street, and it's like there's two. Go ahead and decide yeah, that. Harold right
4: immediately puts his arm on V's arm.
5: Yeah, I'm sticking with
6: just like
0: facial looks at Gary all. Dear Bill, I believe we're together. Uh G- Gariel, uh like ah, should be
1: a fun date.
2: This is a new one. Hey, you wanna go out to dinner tonight? I think I
0: can.
6: I point to uh Harold and uh V say take the closest I point to Seisha. Gary, I'll take the next closest, and then I point to Binley and myself. We'll take the third closest, and we'll just move down the line until we find Praxis. That was good. I pull up the hood to cover the mark on my face as best I can, not wanting to reveal it quite yet.
1: Yep.
6: Stove, whip, and dagger on my belt.
1: Yep. And you see Istrid uh, in the rags and the red bindings of the matter priests okay uh okay okay uh and uh but yeah you all start breaking up and uh making your way out you feel the heat of the summer sun is not radiating down in your shoulders the city around you is painted in a dreary gray as the skies above you are covered in clouds in every direction you notice the sharp yet sweet aromatic petrichor of the atmosphere swell with the violent bursts of wind that cut through the streets and alleyway. A flash of lightning streaks across the sky followed by a booming clash of thunder that echoes out like an angry voice of the gods. The slight sound of pitter patter reverberates off the rooftops louder and louder until it becomes nothing more than a deafening white noise of pouring rain.
0: Oh no,
4: this is bad.
1: Hope you oh, all
0: disguise. have umbrellas. Uh-oh. I
6: just put the hood up.
4: Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll tell V to pull up a hood and do everything she can to preserve the makeup.
1: You, you have uh, don't don't forget V. You have clothes that you can change to look like anything, and a cloak to change, and a cloak to change yeah. to look like anything. So you can easily have a hood.
5: Sorry, I just realized I was muted. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I definitely have the cloak of mini fashions on and I have it pulled as far as possible, as well as wearing, um, I'm wearing my new outfit, my clothes of mini fashion. And it's basically like I'm completely covered (laughs)
1: head to toe. Um, What do you, uh, what design are they right now? What are you making them look like as you head into the field board?
5: Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of something that isn't, like, wow, that's a suspicious person in a cloak. Carol
4: um, <laughs> yeah, will point out lots of work. suspicious people in cloaks around, I'm sure. <laughs>
5: that's true. Uh, so she's going to have it be kind of, like, um, like a bluish color, because that's a color she won't normally wear. Kind of like uh, what Finley's sort of wears, but not the same look as Finley's. Um. Just the color. Yeah, so instead of that teal blue, it's more of like a uh, navy blue. We'll go with that, <laughs> and it's just like kind of a long robe, almost wizardy. Okay, that makes sense. Like oh yeah. If if like someone, I'm trying to think of something that wouldn't draw attention. I mean, I have the axe with me.
4: And we'll just be like rag it up a little bit, and then put a mask on your face, and we're golden.
5: Yeah, yeah, okay. I just I kind of make myself a little look a little wizardy, is the is what I'm envisioning in my head. Okay, but yeah. like a wizard with an axe. <laughs>
4: That's gonna be great when that
0: axe comes out of those. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that wizard's strong. Um, and as soon as we get close to the field ward, I will go ahead and cast disguise self. And I'll make myself look like the same human woman that I made myself look like last time. But now I have uh, a symbol on my forehead matching bosses. Okay. Is the
2: makeup they used grease-based? So like, will it hold up against the rain? It's probably. Most
1: likely grease-based. Yeah, it would be grease-based, but I mean, it We have to say it's pouring down. It ain't going to last forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, means... But uh, the hoods are working. Do I have a hood? Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: Yay.
0: Uh, uh, with the spell, she'll make a hood that almost matches the one boss is wearing, and it'll be up over her head.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Making your way through the dirt pack, waste covered streets of refuse and the despondent, you come back to the five points of the Field Ward. The ground beneath your feet slips with each step as the mud sticks to the bottom of your soaking boots, begging you to heed caution. You notice the half-orc take to the skies and race across, across rooftops, bow in hand. Before, uh, before long, you no longer see him through the harsh and heavy rain, but feel his eyes upon you. For a while, he walked nearly hand in hand with the pirate queen, Sesha, but then she fell off from the group and you as she pulls rags from a neglected clothesline. It is hard to say which of the beggars around you she is, but you feel she is nearby. Lastly, the dwarvish woman does similar but uses some of the red from her attire to turn them into red cording sashes to mimic the humbled robes of an ill-matter priest. who does, does not make any attempt to hide herself as she meanders through the crowd, a good safe distance behind. What are you
2: guys doing? into that second butcher shop.
0: Can I just real fast mention that I forgot I had disadvantage because I'm exhausted on right. ability checks. I just re-rolled it and I'm not lying. I'll take a picture of it right now. I rolled another 19. Okay. Fair. Okay. Yes. Please remember that you are exhausted.
1: We'll try to remember that too. <laughs> um, all right. So you guys are making your way towards the
6: chop uh, street your? Okay. You might
2: say we're making our way downtown. Walking fast. Faces pass. Oh, they were chop the
4: street bound. <laughs>
2: As
1: you are wandering the streets, though, you actually notice a few of your neighborhood mercenary patrols stationed throughout the field war making their way through the streets.
6: Um, boss says nothing to them.
0: Okay. All right. I was about to say, we probably avoid them yeah. <laughs> with these markings on our face.
6: <laughs>
1: Alright, as you all make your way down the long, jagged, snaking chop street that stretches from the five points nearly down to the entirety of the Upper East Side. The mud here is dark, staining from the years of blood see- seeping into the ground, evident from the rain, mixing with the fresh blood from the butchers that give the street its name deep in the bowels of the revolting, spoiled, rotting iron fetter of death that still permeates through the rain. You find a ramshackled old stone building adjacent to the parallel stench alley. The second story of this old building is nearly completely missing, covered by repurposed planks of wood and tarpaulin. A heavy fortified awning of twisting iron and metal patched together with stone and wood create an opening entry deep into its slaughterhouse. A maze of hanging meat dangles from the ceiling above that rings out with the sharp percussion of thin metal shooting. From inside the adjacent building, you hear the methodical slow grind of metal and slopping flesh.
3: What do you guys do?
6: Stick with the plan right now. I... Um, splitting off, I go to the second butcher shop down the street.
2: I will. Facial looks at you when you walk in.
0: We're the third.
2: A oh, third, sorry.
0: Binley <laughs> <laughs> reminds you that as you turn, she's like, "No, no, wrong one."
6: Oh yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> we'll go in the first.
1: First, thing. yeah. Okay, uh, so. Who's going into this butcher's shop?
6: If it's the first one, that's Harold and B, I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: Got it. Um, The further you get in, the stronger the stench assaults your nostrils. But unlike the butchery in the edge of the southern ward and dock ward, this is identifiably infected with the sweet acrid stench of decay and disease. You wind through the suspended carcasses as you navigate through a storm of flies, noticing the swarms of maggots that fester and feed on the decay. Entering through the open doorway, you come into a low-lit, dark room illuminated by a few hanging and swaying lanterns. The light dances through the nightmare of rusted hooks, blades, and chains that dangle from overhead. The... Large flat hardwood tables line the walls, all stained and covered in crimson that echoes in the splatter across the adjacent cold stone walls. Working away, slowly rotating and winding a lever while lowering in large cut chunks of various meats is a massive red dragonborn. His thick form, a combination of soiled muscle, solid muscle covered in heavy layers of fat makes him look like an immovable force. His full dark leather apron drips in the remnants of his work and a few large cleavers that hang from his sides. As he sees you enter, a puff of smoke exhales from his nostrils as he continues to crank the lever, slowly pulverizing the chunks of mixed parts into ground meat.
3: Orders
1: are one copper pour pound,
4: ground or sausaged.
5: Uh. V. whispers to Harold, is this sanitary?
4: Harold looks over and picks one of the maggots up. It just kind of flicks it off to the side and he's like, sure. And then he's going to look over at this v guy. tries
5: not to vomit.
4: Uh, he's, <laughs> he's going to look over at this guy and go, What's the finest cut you have?
1: And he continues to crank as his eyes fall to the ground meat.
4: Who is it you is? Oh no, you. I'm going to try to like play off the is this guy completely with it? Like, is he like all there? Is he just kind of, has he wandered in? I'm sure this guy probably deals with this a lot.
5: (laughs) We give supportive grunts. Mm.
4: (laughs) And you see... Last um, time I was here, I think I got a deal from you. What's your name? Mm. Why does my name matter? What do you want? Because we're friends, right? Friends know each other's names.
3: Who are you? Um, Do you want
4: to buy meat or not? Well, we'll buy meat, but I want to make sure I get me deal. I got a deal last week. I want a deal this week.
2: Make a deception.
4: Sure, absolutely.
2: <laughs> These voices
5: are, like, making my flesh crawl. Uh,
4: 18. I only roll a 7.
5: These <laughs> voices are giving me some pirates flashbacks.
1: Poli! <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs>
4: he looks at you,
1: just kind of squints his eyes, gets
4: I squint back like I'm trying to also make out who he is. And then like a puff. Uh, is... so... oh. oh go ahead. You
1: also uh,
5: can I uh roll for just like an intimidation to help the assist just stand sure. there like intimidatingly? I love okay. Alright. I-, I just want to like stand there the whole time and just be like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh mm. what do we got? What do we got? Ooh.
6: 23. Nice.
1: Nice. And um, he looks down on you as smoke just billows out into your face from his nostrils. And then he looks up and takes a step back, puts a hand on his hip where you see the handle of one of his blades is as he gets a little bit further back. Rackus, is that you? I'm sorry, I forgot you. Yeah, yeah. let me get your meat. Let
4: let me get your meat.
1: And you see him turn around and he just starts uh, bringing out these metal tin rusted pans just
4: covered I, in ground meat. I, as he's turning to go get this, I'm going to lean over to V and be like, grab his wrist the moment that he puts that stuff down. Okay. And I wait for him to put that stuff down.
5: And when he does, I grab his wrist.
4: And I lean forward, I'm like, nope, make an athletics check.
1: Yeah, got oh, so bar. grab the wrist. I gotta yeah. make
5: a check. All right, athletics, here we go. I can't wait to see where you're oh, going. Oh no, a nine.
1: No, no. Uh and nineteen. And so
5: Oh, 19? Oh, he he rolled oh, 19. Yeah. 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 I sort of, like, try to play it off like I stumbled. Like, oh. Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, as you go to grab, you actually grab his wrist, but he twists it and then grabs yours and, like, brings up a butcher blade. What's with the funny
5: business? I meant to do that.
4: <laughs> He's hungry. What's with the funny business from you, Thrakish? I thought we was friends. We're friends. I don't know who your friend is. My friend's just really hungry. Oh, you wait outside. And Harold let, gives let her a go. wink, like like when he turns to look at her, he winks at her, like gives her a nod, like perfect. It lets go of your arm. Uh, it let's mm-hmm. just put your blade back yeah. down. I f- shuffle through my coins and like I try to make as little noise as I can because I realize I don't have a lot of copper. I'm just, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that Harold wouldn't carry much.
3: Yeah. So oh, now yeah.
4: Harold is trying to not let it. Ob- uh, oh shit! I got lots of money. I took <laughs> all my money. <laughs> I have to. Do I need to make a? Sl- I feel like I need to make a slide of hand check to not make a whole bunch of like, why is this guy just carrying all this cash? Yeah, a slide, slide of hand check. Yeah, um, I, just, I just made this connection. Was like, oh, that's so stupid, but that's what Harold would do.
6: Damn your honesty, Ethan.
3: Love it. You're going to hate
4: my honesty even more now. I approve.
2: <laughs> Ooh. And he so goes, oh, ah, that ah, on the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're friends. <laughs>
4: we're, we're
1: good. For, I remember you.
4: Harold <laughs> kind of grimaces. He's like, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm going to reach in, and I'm going to... How much did he say? One Was copper my... per pound. I, put, I, oil I oil. act like I'm very frustrated, and I put two silver on the table. 20 pounds of meat. <laughs> I, I just... I'll give you a deal. You get 25. <laughs> <laughs> Harold's going to be leaving with big bags of rotten meat. <laughs> and just like I'm sure that he lets me have this, right? Because I'm sure two silver to him is like holy shit. Yeah, so I come out. Do, can I make an insight check before I leave to make sure that when I said he was threat because he wasn't just agreeing with me? He, oh yeah, sure, making insight checks. Hopefully, I don't roll a one this time. Oh no, I didn't. Uh, dirty 20. Okay, yeah, yeah, you definitely, when you said Thrakus, there was some recognition. Okay, cool, is, perfect. Yeah. So once Harold is outside with two enormous bags that he can barely drag along the ground to get out, and they're seeping with blood, and yeah, they're, just, they're not wrapped in
1: butcher's paper, they're just thrown into a sack. Harold these, looks of, over like, at two me. two burlap sacks.
5: Uh, it just
4: looks over, it's like, we found him. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You, uh... Why'd you get so much meat?
4: Because I'm an idiot, V. Because I'm an idiot.
5: But the meat is so... Cheap. How?
4: My acorn hat is judging me right now. I just want to keep going. (laughs) Let's tell the others.
5: Alright, she picks up the meat with no issue. Yeah, (laughs) but, like, relieves him of his big bag of meat.
4: And, like... I'm sure it's way too putrid to eat, right?
5: Oh, yeah. Is this yeah, edible no... in
4: any way? I'm not even feeding it to Biblio. There's I don't know what's
5: on breathing on it. I, don't I, I just so. want to make
4: sure that with, with the DMs that it's totally trashed. Because it's like, I don't want it to, if there is any of it that can be used for people, I want them to have it. Otherwise, this stuff's got to go. You looking over it and knowing the area that you're in.
1: This probably is all used as you look throughout the chop streets. And it's all kind of the
4: same. Oh, Jesus. So I, I, uh, we're just going to, I look over at her and I'm like, find the cleanest place you can and just set the bag down somewhere. And I promise you that it'll be gone in a minute. All right. And so we she, set it down and we walk away. And I'm yeah. sure that bag's empty in a matter of minutes.
5: Yeah, so she does just that.
4: Yeah. Uh, and Sasha, as you're like leaning, just like
1: up against one of the buildings, you see them walk out with these two sacks yeah. and so you see B walk over and just kind of look around, and just set it on the ground.
4: Harold Sens next to it
1: and they just walk off. And then shortly thereafter, you watch as like someone walks by, stops, looks, looks in.
3: I was my shoulders.
1: Harold just gives a thumbs up to V, like, it totally worked. And then you see another uh butcher walk out and go, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> oh no! Are you stealing my meat!
4: The person stealing my meat! Come on! Come on! <laughs> and he just takes Her- off running. Harold and V will he'll not nudge V and we'll head over and we'll move to either like like just near Seisha, and then I'll be like I will nod towards the the building we were just in, or not the building, but the place we were just in, and be like Thracus.
1: Yep. Uh, and uh, all right, so Vas and Vinley, you go into one of the the one the you actually go to a stall. Uh, it's not an actual building, and you actually see this large stall, uh, and there is a uh, dwarf there uh, who has this massive belly hanging over as his apron kind of just is like stretched uh, to its brim uh, that is covered. And there is just meat hanging on hooks over this like tarp that is kind of keeping the rain out. Not really. Uh, And so water is just rushing down this meat uh, as he's like hacking up a leg of something.
6: Um, I walk in, kind of survey the area and walk forward. I'm looking to buy ten pounds, particularly a behind flank I was sold to buy from Thrackus. Is that you?
1: Don't I look like fucking us to you? I don't fucking think so. You gonna come to my fucking shop and ask for another man's fucking meat? The fuck is wrong with you? Get the fuck out of here as he like is like spittle flying from his beard as he like is like threatening you with the cleaver.
6: You're a I fine leave. cut of me, I'll
1: cut it out of your fucking belly. You go to fuck over here.
6: I leave. Um
1: As he's like looking up at you.
6: I this seems walk a fine time away. to go. Yep. Walk <laughs> away and return to Vinley and say, It's not him.
0: Interesting. I was wondering what the yelling was about. I heard the word meat quite a lot, but I very guess I stand.
6: sensitive butchers along this. Alley. Do we?
0: Do we <laughs> see them
4: out yeah. and about? I'll wave them over, like, like kind of casually, like, "Hey, over here, over here, next to Sasha
0: Typically, is, um stand are next to me. More sensitive about their meat.
2: If you like um, dawdle near Sasha she'll be like, "Don't stand right next to me. That's no. suspicious."
4: All right, fine. I'll find another place and wave them over. <laughs>
6: I go over to Harold.
4: <laughs> I'll follow. I just bought twenty-five pounds of meat from Thracus. He's right there.
0: Oh, did he seem magically inclined? He's got good ears. All right. Can hear jingling gold
4: a mile away. I'll tell you that.
6: What time is it? About I- ten
4: o'clock. Not uh, nine
1: forty-five. Ten. Yeah. Nine forty-five.
4: Another thing is. And he looks over at V and looks back. He's strong.
0: Is he smart?
5: Yeah. He's big. He
4: he's fast. He doesn't seem like your typical field wardian.
6: Does he seem like someone we can intimidate or bully?
4: He looks over at V and he's like, "V can."
6: All right. And I turn to the group and I say question is do we engage now or wait for the send off and as this, is, I would have done this at some point in time describe what the four who were meant for the pickup look like because we okay. did see them
1: you did absolutely did definitely see them um, bring up that description no. <clears throat> one was a a thin human man with a mohawk that was slicked back um, uh, one was a uh, half elk
6: but I, if I'm going to usher everyone over, I try to do it someplace that's covered out of the rain.
1: Yeah, uh, there was a, a half-elf man with, like, leathers and two scimitars. Yep. Uh, and yes, of course, you can find an area that has, uh, like, a bridge built between the two housings and stuff like that that is not actually entering, a, um, you know, a shop or anything like that where the rain is kind of stifled a little bit.
2: Is it, like, out of the main thoroughfare?
1: It's down a a smaller uh, alleyway, yeah.
2: Okay, I'll join them.
1: Um, There was a half-orc female, and then a snurf-neblin
2: female. I love that word. (laughs) So, do we want to wait near the back entrance or the front entrance?
6: Depends on if we want to ambush these people at all. In all honesty, we don't know how powerful these four are. We have to assume they're at least competent if the winter's wind is asked to pick this thing up.
2: So do we want them to do the drop-off and then jump him after it?
6: Or, and I turn to Harold and V, do you believe we could manipulate or intimidate Dracus to believe he's working for the Xanathar? And make it work for
4: us. Uh, we we are really playing with fire because we don't know how ingrained he is. How we don't we don't know enough to to, to play games right now. We'd be we'd be guessing. We need. That's... I think the best thing we can do: sit tight, watch and see what happens. See if it's a setup, and go from there.
5: While I was able to intimidate him, um, he. I don't know if it was me or him, but. I. Uh... He's definitely he, very strong.
4: He's very strong. I don't he's know if, if, if he tripped when she was reaching or if it was he was a strong guy, but he, he I mean, this, this is a dude who, when, I mean, he was not afraid to pull a knife on us.
6: My thought is this. Right now, we know four potentially powerful enemies are coming in. With Thrakis, that makes five. Right now, we outnumber him five to one. We break him now. He's not a threat when the fight comes out.
4: Unless he immediately sells us out the second he's got backup.
0: I would like um, to mention, if you two were to go back in, keep him a little preoccupied, Voss and I would be able to go through the back, and I could turn invisible and get a very good look at whatever he has behind his doors. Possibly. So there was no back? Yeah, I will
1: describe to
4: them the layout. It, it, of the It
1: part. is a single entrance in. It is a wide open shop. There's no back rooms.
4: It is a single open floor plan. Yeah, in. I'm like, there's, there's one is door in, one door out. There's Gary, nothing for this guy
6: to hide, and everything smells like ass.
2: He's, is he giving them the thing, or are they giving him the thing?
6: It was a drop-off, so I'm assuming they're... Okay, going okay. back to what he- I was on the meeting, I'm assuming they were picking something up from him?
4: Because you have keen mind yes.
6: Yeah, and I did not get a description of what that item was, whether it was yeah. a crate oh. box, I think, yeah, I have no idea on that.
4: In that case, maybe we should just intimidate them
0: to get the stuff.
2: Yeah. Why wait for them to show up?
0: Harold, do you have any way of magically disguising yourself?
3: Checking?
4: (laughs) I don't think so. I think I got rid of that.
0: Do-do. Nope. Sure don't. We'll have to work on that. I have two methods of doing it. I can perhaps give you one. Eh, I don't do a lot of book reading. I just kind of feel
4: it, but we'll see. I just kind of feel it, you know? Just like, now I can do that. Sort of. That
1: <laughs> and then walking up to the corner um, of this alleyway, you see an Matter priest uh, tending to the... This, uh, a, a person that is, is sitting on the corner. And uh, I hope you haven't been here too long. Guys... Um, and uh you should feel better and there you go that should be enough to send you on your way and walks uh, (laughs) walks away (laughs) boss you definitely know that that was istrid and she was like guys you're taking too long move it
2: Yeah. why don't i go in cast zone of truth we intimidate him and find out what the item is
4: it's unless there isn't even an item and then he's just
2: well then let's just go find out what it is
6: all right All of us go in. I say we incapacitate him, bum rush him, and just be done with it, quick and quiet, before he can make any noise.
0: Let's make sure our newly found tattoos are clearly visible, though. Agreed. All right. And if that's the plan, that's where we're going to take a break.
6: Okay. Pick up after break
1: Mm -hmm. with a plan. Mm -hmm. All
5: right. Oh boy! (laughs) It's something.
6: This. A thing. All right. we have so little uh, information the best we
1: will we be back in about 15-20 minutes uh, if you've not entered hashtag beyond or hashtag eldritch into the chat please do so now for your chance to win a source book bundle from D beyond uh, and a miniature from eldritch yep. we'll be back soon <laughs>
7: Welcome to Rock Punch, where the gags are aplenty and the shenanigans never stop. Come join the gang on a high flying adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, 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 wait. Who picked this 40s theme? What does this have to do with Watch the crew as they fumble through the workplace? That was just a little payback for the last year of the emotional turmoil that you've all put me through. Complain about movies? That's the worst movie of this year so far, hands down. Oh what, yeah, without a doubt. What's come- Stream on Twitch. You duh. Stop it, okay? I see my best. Waste. And so much more. Boredom a part of your day? Well, not anymore. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a ragtag group of misfits who couldn't hold down any other job than this one? It is. So tune in at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or watch their videos released every Wednesday on YouTube. Whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I, I don't think... Great! I'm not... Excellent. With entertainment for geeks and gamers, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a jitterbug break and save your money at the soda shop and tune in to Rock Punch.
0: Oh. Hello again, I hope you're enjoying it so far. Well, get comfortable because we're diving back in.
1: We're back. Yes, we are. We're are we? back with a plan. We well, finally, finally had a plan. Let's see how well it executes.
2: Yes, uh-huh. the that BFG... call it plan.
1: <laughs> the BFGs, AKA the Ronto Experiences, are teamed up with the Doom Raiders as they infiltrate a Zentara mission to retrieve a package in the field ward. Uh, they have identified the person known as Thrakus as boss. Also identified a very angry dwarf when asked if he was, was Thrakus, was uh, which he was not. No. <clears throat> but uh, hidden away in a small alleyway underneath the pouring rain, as our intrepid adventurers disguised as. Regular people in the field ward. Yep. Uh, make their way to- back towards Thracus's shop. Uh, can I get a marching order? Who is going in first?
6: Um, based on Harold's descriptions of the place, considering there is hanging meat everywhere, would it be possible for me to come in and stealth through it?
4: Based on the description, nope.
6: Okay. Yeah, there's
4: really not a way.
6: Um, I'll okay. go in. I'll go in first, and I will tell everyone There is, I tell everyone the moment you see him take him down.
2: Watch uh, the door.
4: Harold oh man I want to try to feel out whether or not
2: I think we should wait until the drop-off happens.
4: I agree. We don't know that this isn't a trap yet. If it is
6: We're walking right into it. We just talked about this, didn't we? (laughs)
2: I'm just saying, we're going to have to fight more people if we do this before they get here.
6: We're just going to have to fight him if we keep everything down.
2: And when they show up?
0: Then we'll be gone.
4: All All right,
2: let's do it.
6: Let's go. Okay. I I go in.
1: All right. So you stroll past the, <clears throat> the outside awning of the hanging meat
3: mm.
1: and into the uh, iron stench of uh, the butcher shop uh, where most of the meat has been cut up on these hardwood tables and is currently being ground into uh, a ground beef. Well, ground meat. It's hard to say exactly what all is going into it. Uh, you see a little bit of bovine, you see a little bit of uh, equine, you see a little bit of feline, you see a little bit of uh, all all of the irons that can go into a meat. Um, and it's not really well butchered, it's more so quickly butchered. Yep. It all seems fetid and diseased and the whole place is covered in flies and maggots.
6: Quick glance around to do I see anything out of place, or anyone else here? Or is it just him by himself?
1: Just him. Uh, okay. Wide open, a fairly, fairly large, open building, uh, that is just meat hanging off hooks on the wall, bits of scrap meat on tables, um, and he's like directly. You kind of come in, and and you kind of come down uh, into the building, and then you turn and look. To your left, and that's where he is, and it opens up.
6: I slide two daggers into my hands. Who's coming in behind me?
1: I, uh, who, who, I need to know who's who's in first. So,
4: boss is in first. Who's next?
5: I go in after boss. Okay, then B. I'm um, going in last.
0: Okay, Stacia will be last.
4: I'll go in next, then.
0: And then I'll go second to last.
6: I take that back. I slide the garrote into my hands.
0: Okay. <clears throat>
1: All right. And as he sees you all enter, he continues to grind the meat.
3: He goes, oh, there's a
6: one
1: copper purple. You, you were just here um, as he points towards me.
6: Well, how far away is he from me?
1: Uh, he is 10 feet away, and there's a large table in between you and Can- him.
6: I um, bum-, bum rush him and grow at him.
1: Oh, OK. okay. I need you to roll initiative because... Okay.
5: Yeah, I would say I run to try to restrain oh him. Oh my God. I just hold the door.
4: This is the opposite of a beer. Apparently oh. the field ward, Chop Street is the opposite of a beer for me. It's not called Chop Street for nothing. They chopped that 20 down to
3: hey. a one. They
4: give it a chop. All right, you got him. 25
1: to 20. 21. uh 20 to
5: 15. 19. 17 baby Ooh, look at 17. you go yeah working your way up in the world
1: <clears throat> 17 also and i go before you
5: oh whatever i'm holding
2: uh,
1: the
4: door all right yeah. uh 15 14. to 10. hey Herald- I, oh. I, I, I rolled a, four. a, total, a, rock. a total of four.
0: Four. There we go. Total four. team four. I'm just trying to stay on uh, brand.
2: Oh no! Ugh,
0: old I was uh, in 2001.
2: Thanks for taking one for
1: me. No, no sweat. Plus, yeah. quickly make an acrobatics check to leap over this uh, table.
6: Yep. Uh, 24.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, You run and jump and your hand slides across the viscera that is coating this table. That would be difficult to maneuver over if you weren't so nimble. Um, You are right next to him, and you want to make a grapple?
6: This has to go off without a hitch, and he's got to stay silent. Bonus action. I drink the potion of hill giant strength.
0: (laughs) Oh.
2: Well then.
1: All right. Man. Uh, that, may, I believe that makes that makes your, your uh, strength a twenty-one. So you have a plus five to as your modifier, and then if you are proficient in athletics, it will add whatever bonuses gotcha. are on top of Bad. it. Yeah, yep. yep. So so your your strength temporarily boosted to a twelve okay. over
6: here. <laughs> wow. Um that is a athletics check. That is a twenty-five.
3: Oh.
1: and caught completely off guard as you move super quick chugging a potion as you slide across this table and in a swift moment uh, you just wrap the uh, piano wire attached to the two uh, solid blocks of wood as it tightens around his throat
6: I just look at the rest of the group uh, just hold him, waiting for them to take him down. Uh, non lethally, I would have hoped I got that across, but I didn't say that, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he some to kill the guy.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah, so. Uh, okay. It's now All right, we just. You know, it just came to apologize about the mishap <laughs> earlier, my dude. As he's like. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, reaching
4: for the wire
1: around um,
5: his neck. OK, well, we're not going to kill him, right?
4: Her- Harold nods. I guess I should just punch him, him
5: in the face. <laughs> <I> assume, uh, <laughs>
1: are you, yes, sure. you going to go around the, the counter, or are you going to jump the handle up? of your axe?
5: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump the counter, and okay. then I'm going to do the, the, the blunt end of the axe. Like OK, the- go ahead
1: and uh, give me an athletic check to, to vault over the, the counter.
5: Yeah, that's gonna be a a, a nine.
1: <laughs> a nine
5: again? Um, what the hell?
1: As you go to uh, jump over and watching what boss did, you did not Buggle. see how slick it was. As you, your <laughs> hand slips out from you, your body slams against the table. Your heel cl- clips on the other side as it then uh, the table falls over uh, with it. You are now prone next to boss.
5: Man, what is it with me in this place?
1: Pops. <laughs> you don't like
5: bad meats. Nope.
1: <laughs> Dude, uh, do do you have just... enough movement to get back up? Oh, yeah, you can you can stand back up with I go. Your...
5: So I like horribly stumble and I step up and go, whoo. Yeah, that's about how last time went. <laughs> I wanted a visual. And uh, am I similar. able to attack him still?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. you can. All
5: right, attack I'll him. attack him with the blunt end of the great axe, see how that goes. <laughs> Okay, it yep. went better. That was an eighteen.
1: Okay, eighteen will hit.
5: And then we're gonna do um, five damage.
1: Five non-lethal damage as non-lethal. you hit him with the back end, and you can see in his face, his eyes go wide as he looks towards you, looks at what just happened to his table, just trying to pull at his throat. And he's like, "What?
5: Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to hit him again.
1: Yep.
4: This guy's he's getting just
1: beaten all up. All right,
4: 24. Yeah. Why? And, Why? Uh, <laughs> eight,
5: eight points of non-lethal damage.
4: Okay. Just like, just tell me what you want.
1: <laughs> you bat and it like scrapes off one of the horns coming uh, off of his nose uh, as, as he's just like, Argh! Uh, and through that, he just
3: <laughs>
1: and smoke billows out of his nostrils as spittle washes across your face. You can feel you can see all of his veins begin to bulge in his muscles um, as he is now raging. Mm-hmm.
3: Good. <clears throat>
1: uh, and he is going to attempt to break the rope wire. Go ahead and uh, pose? A pose. go ahead and make an athletics check.
6: I will twenty-eight.
1: <laughs> oh wow. 21. Oh. Uh-huh. For a moment you feel his weight pick you up off the ground, but your muscles bulging and rippling from the magics of the potion as you just grip in and pull back and pull him back down. <clears throat> uh Yep, that's that was action, yep. bonus action. Uh, that's, uh, that's that.
3: <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. Um,
4: okay. All right. Uh, Safe trip. Sure. You You're going. I, I love what's go going on over there. The by feet. the way, got uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving that.
2: So I'm i uh, I'm over by the door. Is there like a. Uh, a curtain or anything that can go over the windows so people can't see. There's no oh,
1: there's windows. Oh, no there's no windows? No
2: windows. Oh, okay. No. Cool.
1: There's a door and a solid stone um, room.
2: In, in that case, board. I am. Um, I guess I'm just going to cast Zone of Truth centered on him.
1: Uh, it's an AoE. So that means that Boss V Thrakus, uh, what's the radius on it? 20 um,
2: feet, right? Like I believe so. Fifteen.
1: Oh, 15. Okay, yeah, it would just be yeah, those three. three. So everybody make a wisdom saving throw. So Voss V, make a wisdom save. No right? charisma. Wisdom.
5: Oh charisma. charisma okay.
4: save. Uh, same either. But closer right? are they to Sasia. Yeah,
5: for me it's the
6: same. Are they close enough <laughs> to get Sasia's
4: bonus? Am I close enough to <laughs> No,
5: they're not. <laughs> Alright, well I got I got rolled a sixteen.
6: I also rolled a sixteen. What's the
5: DC plus, on plus. that?
6: Hmm. Oh yeah.
3: Yes,
4: <laughs> wow. Well done. Well tight. done. That's super lucky. Alright. Uh you those feel still...
1: those that pass and those that fail. Yeah. Knowing that he has failed. And they have passed.
2: Alright. He's uh persuaded potentially to be honest if you can maybe not kill him.
0: Hoping to kind of freak him out a little bit How long by is saying that. A true blast? Oh, I think okay. it's like an hour. I believe. Ten minutes. Either way. Yeah,
2: it's it's a while. I know that. I ten minutes.
0: I want knocked out first.
2: Uh okay, <clears> right. Right. that's your action, not doing anything else. Uh, nope. Um just just basically sticking my foot against the door so no one can push it open.
6: I don't think there's a door there's
2: a door there's a oh, there door is. it's not I the best door, the door but there is a door
0: uh vinley it is your turn after she said that vinley's probably just going to move start moving around the room trying to find something that should not belong in the field ward like she's trying to find the item okay go ahead and make uh, an investigation check uh, disadvantage ah uh, damn okay that's, that's not bad that's super awesome. That's not terrible. It's an eighteen. Uh,
1: as you're looking through this, um you have Yeah, you have dark vision. You know. Um <clears throat> you're looking through this very low-lit room illuminated by the hanging lanterns as they cut through, creating these nightmarish shadows across the walls from all the hooks and metal, uh, and chain and blades. <clears throat> You see that it's kind of barren. There's these tables, there's slabs of meat, there's a grinder, there is an upstairs that you know exists, uh, but you also saw that it was caved in and destroyed, and basically just a haphazard roof so water wasn't leaking into this section was put there on top of it.
3: Gotcha.
1: Um, but you do not find any out of place
0: items. Four people. Hmm. Gotcha. Um, that's me then. And uh just move me like thirty feet in to the room anywhere okay, as I was job. looking through. <clears throat> yeah. Um,
1: Harold, you're watching all of this chaos ensue. You hear Seisha's words and you watch Benley go in to investigate. What are you doing?
4: I'm gonna ask
6: him a question. What what was his uh, name? He, um, it should be obvious, I'm choking him yeah. right now. He's that's gonna true. have a hard time answering anything.
4: Right, but- if, uh, I,
6: or, I'm trying to knock him out. That way- That's you, fair, geez. yeah. Nice
4: I will, question. I guess I'm gonna try to help knock him out so that we can wake him up sooner so that we have enough time. Cuz I guess, yeah, this fight combats in D&D are really fast. Yes. So I'll go ahead Six and seconds. try to – I'll try to hit him in the face, I guess, like a jerk.
1: Okay, <laughs> right. are you am going to hit yeah. him with your uh, crystalline gym purple axe. Yep. Are you – you, uh, yeah, you can get there with 30 feet of movement. I'm assuming you're going to walk around the table and not try to jump over the already turned broken table.
4: Yeah, absolutely not. No. Yeah. i sure? I don't want to – I don't want to – I'll just make it worse. <laughs> I'm I'm on opposite of a beer day, so – I don't wanna take any chances right now.
1: Uh, but you have just
4: enough movement to get right up on. Okay, so I will swing for, uh, just, to, just to try to, non-lethal, just try to hurt him, yep. knock him out. 18 to hit? That'll
6: hit, yeah. And then it's a- uh, You get advantage because I'm restraining him.
1: Uh, you are occupying the same space as him instead of yeah. in a combat area, so it does not work that way.
4: Gotcha. Okay, so and then, uh, the Great X is a D12, right? Correct. Mm. B12 so, plus
1: your strength modifier.
4: Uh, in this case, though, uh, it's not, my it is hex charisma. weapon, would be my charisma, so it it'd correct? be 14 non-lethal damage.
0: Alright. I can't do non-lethal damage, that's why I looked around the room.
4: Yeah, no, that's the... I, I, I think that's the right call.
6: Hit him with your fists.
4: <clears throat> and that is um, my main action Uh, for a bonus action... No, I'm not going to do any. Of that. It's all way too obvious.
3: Okay.
1: And as you slam the back end of this magical great axe, you see you know, him
3: <laughs>
1: as it does not seem to have as much effect on him anymore.
4: Oh, okay. Harold <laughs> does not look thrilled about this. <laughs> yep. And kind of like, he's, but he's counting on Voss being super strong now, so... Uh,
6: uh, he is raging I, I
4: will also say and i'm I'm just gonna to try to read his expression to see if he has any remembrance I'd be like tell you know like where's the package I'm gonna say <laughs> it in this kind of like deep kind of, where's the package and I'm going to try to read him to see if he has any recognition about what I'm talking about.
1: go ahead and make an insight check
4: sure
6: you can tell he's choking.
4: Yeah, that's a seven.
3: <laughs> seven. Yeah. I, his rage <laughs> seems to.
4: Yeah, he's way too angry.
1: Yeah, his rage seems to be muddying anything else that you can read. All he cares about right now is survival.
4: I don't blame him. I would too. This guy is probably totally innocent, and we are beating him up. <laughs> that's my. That's Harold's take on this right now.
1: Uh, boss, go ahead. If you are holding, uh, the drinks. Oh, yeah.
6: I'm trying trying, to, to, be, I'm trying to be quiet another... about this. Another. Natural twenty. That's a twenty-six.
1: <laughs> How did you get a twenty-eight? Oh no, no,
6: twenty-six. I'm sorry. That's a thirty-one. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: Yeah,
6: that was his, his old, old modifier. I know. You're using plus your old old. old modifier was a plus six. Yeah.
3: Oh,
1: <sighs> <sighs> I rolled a nineteen on the die. You son of a bitch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he takes you and tries to slam you up against the wall to break your strength, but your n- new engorged form, like him, uh, you see Flex. boss stretching the threads of his clothes as his muscles are bigger than you've ever seen them before. Oh. Uh, seems to have no effect as he is being pushed up against this wall.
6: Um, uh, bonus. The you
1: got. <laughs> bonus action?
6: Bonus action. Um, I don't know if I can do this as a bonus Can I make an intimidation check as a bonus action? Go and ask before I do it.
1: Uh, what are you doing?
6: Um, I want to attempt to get him to essentially surrender. And with the knowledge that he is not going to be killed. So, what I am doing is whispering in his ears <clears throat> give up now, and we may let you live yet. Roll it. Okay. Uh, intimidation. Yeah, not as good as I would have liked. Thirteen.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, we'll say you're in a uh, skill check in this situation. Uh, skill so challenge. Skill challenge. Um, it is hard to tell if you got yes. through or not. As He's still very angry. You are also behind him and can't really read any of his body language.
6: Yeah, fair, but that's my turn. I mean, he
1: is—he is about six nine. He is a very tall, wide, board. and so. He's to come yeah.
4: <clears throat> Having He's, said
6: that, do I? Get, has this been fairly quiet? He hasn't been able to scream or shout or anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's my turn then. V. All
5: right, well, um, I guess I'm just gonna hit him again. All right, <laughs> hit him. What else to do? <laughs> but luckily I don't have to do any acrobatics this time. I,
4: right. I just imagine B and V just both.
5: Ah! 14, is a 14 hit?
4: 14 will hit.
5: All right. <clears throat> He's luckily... wearing an apron. Yeah, that's literally going
1: to be nine, an nine okay.
5: points of non lethal damage. Okay, yep, okay, and then uh, we got uh, oh 25,
1: 25 definitely hits.
5: <laughs> yep, and that's gonna be 12 points of non lethal damage.
2: Nice,
1: nice, yeah. Uh, again, he's so angry, it's just glancing off of his thick red hide. Um, he keeps snarling. And smoke billows out even more.
6: Going again.
4: If this guy's a good guy, we gotta get him on the militia.
6: (laughs) We've made (laughs) such a great (laughs) first impression. You should
4: totally work with us, dude.
6: Well, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't recognize us, we can always come back and say, hey, I heard you got bugged. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) you know what you need to do. (laughs) So you watch as he reaches over and he grabs this massive great cleaver (laughs) off of one of the tables as he spins it and brings it around behind him to try and embed it
6: in your back, boss. There.
4: That is uh, an 18. That hits. Wait, wait. Uh, I'm going to cutting words.
3: Hey. Okay.
4: I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm just going to screech in this, like, well, not screech it. No, I don't want a lot of people outside to hear. I'm going to say, uh, in a very menacing tone,
3: Nobody can stop the
4: Xanathar. And, and try to, uh, maybe just the, the hearing that will make him be like, Oh, god. Uh, and he, if let's see here, roll it four away from his attack
6: um, that is now a miss or that's a miss
1: nice all right and as he swings you say that and you see from your insight there's a little bit of recognition you're not sure if you if that is wheel or woe in that recognition, right. but it is enough to waver his attack uh yep. as it. Tings off the stone behind him, and that is that is his turn. Yep. Uh, Sasha you still holding concentration on Zone
2: Tree? Uh, it's not a concentration spell. Oh, nice. Then uh, are yeah. you doing? It's your turn. Um, is there a window nope. on the door? Nope. Is there a lock on the door? There is, but it's very crude. Okay.
1: It's like a, a wooden sh- like slide that slides. Got it. a wooden kind of, you know, uh. Like a slab. Oh, yeah Yeah, so then it just slides over. So I mean, someone could easily kick it in because it's just wood on wood, but
2: okay, yeah, um,
1: no metal reinforcements.
2: Oh, let me see. How far away is he?
1: Um, from you, he is
2: 20, 25 feet. OK, if I throw something at him, is it going to go through somebody, or do I have a clear shot at him?
1: Um, he has partial cover right right now because B's in the way, so it just adds to his armor class.
2: Okay. I am going to throw Hmm. my light hammer at him. Okay, okay, okay. sounds good. That's a 24 to hit. 24 definitely hits. Awesome! And he's going to take five points of damage. Okay.
1: You hurl it, and uh we'll say that you actually miss in the struggle but it bounces off the wall and then comes back and hits him on the other side uh, <laughs> doing less amount of damage as it would if it would have hit him straight on okay non-lethal damage
4: oh I like that yeah captain America over there uh, binley mm-hmm.
2: and uh bonus action okay. I going to cast Shield of Faith on myself.
1: Okay. You yourself
0: a little bit more armor.
2: It's better than what I'm sitting at.
0: then <laughs> seeing how this man is still standing, she's just going to go oh my God, and pull out two daggers and run up next to Harold into melee with this man. <laughs> And she will hold them blades down and just punch the hilt into vital uh, pressure points into his body. Oh, okay. all right. Do I have advantage for flanking? Yes, you do. Yep. Flanking would be. Right. Uh, so 22 to hit on the first one. 22 hits. Five points of non-lethalness. Oh, my God. And then 15. 15, 15 hits. hits. Hell, yeah. Again, he's only wearing a leather apron. That's true. Uh, he's raging. Uh.
1: That doesn't increase his AC. That That's true. Yeah. That's damage reduction.
0: Two? Two points of non-lethal.
3: Yeah.
1: So you twist these daggers and just slam them into him. Not being very strong, but trying to use your knowledge for pressure points and places that would
0: be very painful. The thing is, is this boy is thick. Yeah. And (laughs) as as she's doing that, I want her to look up at him while she pulls her right hand in and the wind slightly elevates the hood to show the symbol on her forehead. Okay. Got it. and
1: again he kind of sees it acknowledging making the connection that okay this isn't just false words um but again it's hard to tell if it's weal or woe through his rage yep um
4: harold um my hat gives me a chance at getting intimidation checks with advantage correct it does it's it's choice yep it's (laughs) choice. yep (laughs) i love my hat (laughs) My hat and I understand each other, I think. Uh, I'm going to try to... Because it seems like everybody else is kicking the crap out of this guy. I'm going to try to help Voss make him just give up. So, does my hat give me advantage this time, or is it feeling like I should be more charismatic? As the words leave
1: your lips... They're definitely almost forced into more poetic, calm, niceties. (laughs) And you can roll a little persuasion with advantage, but what do you say? And
4: it's forced to be friendly? Yes. Uh (laughs) How are you going to be friendly with intimidation? Okay, so I lean forward and I'm like... Look, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a very long day for me. Xanathar's just going crazy. It's all a whole big thing back there. And look, from one person forced into this to another, if you could just give up, it would be for the best for both of us, I think.
1: And everyone else, you watch as the hat morphs into a headdress of a red dragon. So it's like the top part of a red dragon that kind of Hangs down and then uh, it kind of comes down to two tassels and two acorns.
4: Yes! (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'll roll with advantage. Yeah, you roll persuasion with advantage.
2: Oh, I love everything about this turn.
4: (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, 27.
6: It's a big number.
3: That is a big number.
1: as you're trying to read him continuously um, in being able to watch his face, uh, you see a little confusion wash over him. And then he kind of, but it's hard, like, you know that he is slightly sympathetic towards your words. Right. But he's also being choked out right now. Right. And it's being through red because
4: he's raging. Yeah. Sure. So,
1: so you have you have you, you know that you have gotten through to him, but it's gonna take more. Gonna right, take more. absolutely.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um and then uh That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm not gonna use any bonus actions for uh well actually um I am going to because I'm going to say that I'm still being forced into niceties. I'm going to turn to Voss Monster Man, and I'm going to be like, "Oh, come on! You try to reason with him, make him understand. He's not an idiot." And I will give you Bardic Inspiration.
1: (laughs) I love it.
6: Uh, Voss is almost. He, he, his grip almost loosens for an instant, before he <laughs> brings it back as you transform into this strangely diplomatic man with a dragon head. <laughs> oh.
1: uh, it is, uh, it's your turn, boss.
6: Okay, I'm continuing. All right. Uh, uh maybe. Um, oh, it's I keep forgetting it's plus eleven. That's twenty-seven.
1: Uh, I don't know, I may have gotten you this time. (laughs) Now I rolled
3: Shitty.
6: (laughs) So bad. And I will I will seeing what Harold is attempting to do and understanding he's probably uncomfortable with this or maybe his head has possessed him. um, Either way I'm not sure. I once again say to him What is your life worth to you to me it means nothing okay go
1: ahead and make an intimidation roll cool
6: you know what i will add inspiration to that it's a high roll but um everybody's everybody's kind of uncomfortable with this
4: I think we just, just like, if we don't know if he's a part of it or not, we're just like beating him to
6: death and just. 20- 29.
4: Jeez.
6: All right.
1: Uh, you can, you kind of see like he's still, that smoke is billowing out of his nose, but everybody else can see his eyes are bulging. As you can see, that the, the airway has completely been shut off as the wire has dug completely in, and you can see little trickles of blood coming down um, as. uh, you have held him for three rounds, and he is now suffocating. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know that your words got through, um, as as the blade he holds that nearly tried to attack you drops to the ground.
6: Are we still in combat?
1: You are. You have. Okay. I would say, unless you use your free action to release.
6: Yep. Um. I would tell everyone else, bind him. And if when he is bound, I will release him.
1: Okay, got it. V, what are you doing? I'm
5: going to bind him.
1: Okay, so you can get out some of your rope.
5: Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> <So> <laughs> do I need a control. roll for like Boy Scouts or? Uh, yeah, roll you can make a Dex,
3: <laughs>
1: a Dex huh? roll or an Intelligence roll, your choice. Uh, roll you for... are not proficient with rope use, so it'll just be a D20 plus your Dex or Intelligence modifier,
0: your choice, your choice.
5: All right, I'll just roll decks then.
0: And there's no way for any of us to help 15. her with this. 15. Not right now. 15? Yep. 15? Okay. Um you can all do
1: more rope and that will add to the DC. But um and he doesn't really seem to fight you as like he's the only fighting he's doing is more so like trying to claw back at the garrote wire again. But uh, knowing that this might be his only way out, he just lets you take hold of his arms and bind him up. All right. Um, and uh, go ahead and make an athletics. Athletics. Sure. Okay.
6: Me. Oh, not you. I was
1: like, what? Well, might... This is his turn.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's that last
1: last effort to.
4: Uh... maybe
6: 18
1: and trying to dictate to everyone and seeing how this is going You he gets some claws underneath it and breaks it enough just doesn't break your wire but breaks it away from his neck enough to (laughs) and with every cough there's like this billow of Uh, smoke see
4: see, we've taken it too far that's what we did
1: Fascia.
2: Um
1: <laughs> Good cop, bad cop.
2: <laughs> does he appear to be relaxing and just breathing at this point?
1: Relaxing's he's a bound. harsh word to put in this situation. Less okay. aggressive is bound. a better way to put it. Yes.
2: Yeah, his hands are
1: bound well, like this, uh, and but he was able to get okay. and pull that up. Do
2: you want me to let go of the door and bind him some more?
6: I. Nod.
2: And I'll walk over and use my rope to bind his legs. Okay.
1: Go ahead and make a rope check with intelligence or dex. Your choice.
2: Oh, we're definitely going intelligence. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. That is a 15. Okay.
0: <clears throat> Two
2: 15s. Oh, 16. Sorry. I okay. forgot to cool. add. Got it. Got it.
1: It has affected the DC. okay mm-hmm. Um, if that is your action, is there any bonus actions you'd like?
2: Uh, not at this time.
1: Okay. But list. my
2: movement, do I have enough to get back to the door?
1: Um, no, you will not. You all right, can. well,
2: I'm going to move as far as I can back toward the door. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, it you, you, you took your all 30 feet to get there. Oh, wow, that's a yeah, big room. To go, yes. you have to go around the tables.
0: Uh, okay. Um, Vinly. <clears throat> <clears throat> um vinley's gonna grab his butcher's cleaver and walk away from him okay. Gun- put uh, it on one of the counters off in the distance
1: uh you drag it yeah yeah, oh yeah uh, and you go to pick it up and it takes every ounce of your strength to pick this thing up and put it on the table
0: you're barely oh. worthy to carry that meat cleaver <laughs> now is- my eyes are bulging out of my head <laughs>
1: It is not quite the size of Spine Cleavers, uh, the Goliath, as he is a much larger man, but it is kind of in the same vein, and you can see that the size of this would be really good for cutting uh, a large animal carcass in half, like hot dog, not hamburger.
0: yeah and that's really my turn i'm just waiting for him to tell us where this thing is i don't want to get
4: harold it is now your turn okay so i think that we're all now on the same page right this is a dangerous situation for you but it doesn't have to be we know there's something you got to pick up at 11. you should just go ahead and spill the beans on everything you know
1: hey one more persuasion
4: absolutely <laughs> with advantage i'm assuming
1: uh not this time it's only one roll Yep. okay it's
4: only one one roll you get it once all right that's fine
1: 25. (coughs) Uh, it's getting dropped on here
4: 10 30. the pickup is at 11. oh and what is it i don't know i don't care I just make them strange. <laughs> so you don't work for Zentarum? I do, but I'm not going to get into their business.
6: Ah, uh, I see, I see. But
1: it's smart not to ask questions.
4: Especially the likes of you. Yeah, you know, it's probably for the best. Um, well, this has been uh, a lovely encounter. Um, obviously, we can't uh, just let you uh, do this. So, um, you wait right here, uh, just right here, and we're going to discuss some things, and you're going to, uh, let us do that. Okay, so now what?
1: Well, and he just kind of, like, slumps down on a stool.
6: You want some meat? I, I will release the wire, but as I do, I'll let words pass by, and I say... If you make a sound, I'll be much slower. It's creepy, isn't he?
4: I'll do my best to keep him at bay, but you have to work with us. And I'm—we're gonna, gonna good cop, bad cop. This.
6: <laughs> yep. Boss has never a good cop, bad cop before in his life.
4: That's okay. I, I, Harold hasn't either, but I'm sure this is. This seems like it worked.
0: How much time do we have before it's dropped off?
6: What time is it?
1: It is uh, talking in the alleyway and doing all of that, kind of pushed it to closer to ten, maybe ten ten, because it was around nine forty-five. Yep. So you got about twenty minutes before whatever is being whatever it is is get dropped off here, and then another thirty minutes after that before whoever is coming to claim it comes to claim it.
0: Okay. Well, I have an idea.
1: I'm and.
0: Uh, she lowers her voice so that he can't hear this. I assume we're all like across in, in a, a corner. Door.
6: Yeah. I am I keep my eyes on him. Um holding holding action with the whip as that is the first thing that'll be able to get to him. And we'll have an attack on him if he attempts to escape.
1: Okay. Um, keeping him
2: behind the the tables, yeah. The tables. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna stay within fifteen feet of
2: him and I'm keeping an eye on him as well. Okay.
0: So my idea is we tell him not to act shady, take the delivery as usual. I'm up the stairs a little bit, invisible, quite out of sight. Make sure he's not giving any secret signals. You wait across the street with my little friend and uh, Savard crawls out of the cloak. He will be your signal when you're ready to come back in.
2: Could Boss be hiding on the stairs with you? I don't like the idea of somebody being alone in here.
0: If he feels comfortable.
6: I look around. This is a place where I could potentially hide somewhere?
2: Uh, you'd, you'd have to
1: move some things around, but yeah.
6: i do that then as quickly as I possibly can.
1: Yeah, the stairs are like caved in and collapsed. Okay. They don't actually go all the way up, but you can move. A couple probably more. you probably don't want
4: to use your bin, your
0: mending on the table and such, because otherwise it's going to look a little weird. Fair point. Is it in enough pieces to where I could start to mend it back together? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm going um, to you know can shop I go look out like? and
2: let them know what the plan is.
0: Yeah.
6: Yeah. Okay. and add I, I take out.
5: God. Is- the zone of truth still happening? Yes. Oh, yeah, it'll
0: stay up. So perhaps we should dismiss that before his friend arrives. Oh, that's another good question.
2: Wouldn't he tell them oh. about it? Yeah, no, I can drop it.
4: Okay.
1: Well, he
2: doesn't have to tell the truth. He doesn't have to answer a question. He has to tell the truth, but he doesn't have to answer questions. Well,
4: question keep it up for now. I'm going to turn back and look and be like, uh, you're going to rat us out the moment you can, aren't you? yeah uh, there we go so there's the answer to that
2: wait a minute um fenley you could look like him couldn't you
0: i'm not very good with words and
2: where the hell are we gonna put him
0: under a pile of meat i could look like him but i don't know
3: Uh,
4: hold on you You recognize that if we don't, if you don't do the things we tell you to do, we're probably all going to kill you, yes?
0: And the person dropping it off.
4: Yeah, I mean, we'll just, we'll just go (laughs) apeshit. He
1: he sighs, he is.
3: I fear Manchun more
1: than I fear you or death. As he looks towards the one that said, I'll make it slow.
0: I'll make it everlasting. Manchu can do things
4: I can't even fathom. Yes, I'm certain that he's going to come all the way down to the field ward to do something really impressive to you. Look, you're here right now. We have knives. Are you going to do what we say or
0: not? Make a persuasion check okay. or intimidation, of course. Um,
4: it's the same role in terms. I of- like
0: that idea. Like, yeah, Manchu's really going to come help you. <laughs> uh
4: intimidation is 21 i'm 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 doing it politely but i mean like come on man we are here with knives he's nowhere around are, are we kidding ourselves are we he he kind of looks
1: at his bindings and you get the sense he's like well i have no other choice like what what am i going to do right but you still get the sense that like overall in the tier of like what he fears mansions at the top so he's he's
4: compliant but we can't trust this guy. He's got a turn on us the second he gets an opportunity. He's again if we stab him to death. Look at him.
2: So uh, we knock him out and wait for corner.
4: Or or oh oh oh! Suddenly he has ideas. I disappear. Oh, is that how that's going to work? You'll disappear. Yeah, if you like a horse carriage,
1: some extra money for me to just. New city, new life.
2: I, of course, I,
5: after, I have that idea.
0: Yeah, after we get what we want.
5: I like. Um, what we want. I what's stopping him from not doing that at all, and just money, <laughs> money. To Harold, I
4: got... is going to walk over, and he's going to like kneel down in front of this guy. He's going to kind of rub his eyes for a second. He's like, so. I, you're telling me if I, I can just pay you off and you'll just disappear, you'll just go away? Yeah. Oh, fuck, how much you want?
3: 300.
4: Okay, well, let's not go get crazy oh, well, with knives. I just realized
5: I, he can't lie because then the truth is up.
6: I, I say to Harold, I just whisper, oblige him as much as you can. Then, What's
4: the most you think you can get away with as long as he's in the zone
6: of truth? I would like to step outside. Okay. okay. Um, and
3: I think you I need mean,
6: Do I see uh, Istrid anywhere?
1: You see, you go ahead and make a per, uh, perception check at disadvantage because of the heavy rain. Sure. Good idea.
6: Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Eight.
1: Hard to tell. You could. It is pouring. Yeah. Like, it's hard to see the other side of the street. You can make out the shapes, but details is near impossible.
4: Can I make an insight check as to whether this guy okay. will actually stick to his word on this? Sure. I mean, he's telling it. He's using the truth. He's in the he's truth over. zone. Yeah. He's, he's the- 100% saying that he will yeah. disappear if I give mm-hmm. him this money. Yep. yep. Come on, give me a number that's not ridiculous. Uh, you probably never even seen a gold in your life. Let's be honest with ourselves. How much is it?
3: Two hundred.
1: Uh, it's fifty for a horse. It's a hundred for a carriage. Uh, the rest is what I need to move. What do you want?
4: I I I, I reach my bag because I know he knows I got money, and I'm like, uh, I, I, I got 126 here. How's that?
5: Uh.
4: No, 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 just, 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 I, I wave my hand at everybody else. I got 126 right here in my pocket. That's literally everything. I'll give you the bag.
3: I... It's a start.
2: Oh, it's a start? 126 gold in your life. I walk over to his yeah. till and open his till. How much does he have in there?
1: He's got nibs he, and wait, 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 he has okay. two silver and seven copper. Okay.
4: I, I I look over at V
5: and I'm like,
0: can you just maybe
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh let's so see you got uh I Wait,
0: suggest you... giving it to him after we have what we want. Eighty gold is what he has. Yeah,
5: I can I can hand over eighty gold. Uh,
4: and we're like going we're like fiddling with our money and shit in the Alright, uh so, so and you've got okay, that's okay, all right, we're good. All right.
6: May I try something then? You can try whatever you um, want. I lean against the wall, kind of out in the open, and the way Istrid handles gold in her hands, I would like to mimic that in an attempt to attract her attention.
5: All right, make a dex check. Cool. Um, all right. So, uh, Harold, oh, I'm going to hand better. you 80 gold. By the way, thank
1: you.
4: Okay. So you have uh, 206 gold. All right. Look. <clears throat> And I, uh, I look over at him, and I'm like, anything else we should know? Anything uh, you were expecting? Were you told it, anything?
1: Yeah. Don't open the package under any circumstances. Right.
3: <laughs> I don't ask questions.
1: But it was explicitly said
3: multiple times.
4: I mean, how explicit are we talking? Like a, oh, hey, don't open it, or a, do not open. Both. Wow. All right, here's they, a gold. We're
7: <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna stack started, up you, the gold. You, do that you that feel item. like
5: the item is more like, if you open it, it'll hurt you, or more <laughs> like uh they just really don't want you to know what it is? Which vibe did you get, you know?
4: It's hard to tell, and he shrugs his shoulders. I'll put it all in a bag. I'll tie off the bag, um, and I'll be like, well, now's the time to keep asking questions. We don't have a lot of time. Go, go, go. How much time
0: Who was it bringing,
2: bringing it? How many?
0: I was told. No, bringing. No.
1: Oh. It gets dropped. I'm guessing it's going to get dropped off with the meat shipment.
4: Are they only expecting you? They always expect me. Great.
2: Uh, Do you have any family?
3: Not anymore. Not that I know of. Maybe. Oh.
2: A friend got sick and. H- had-
4: Harold's nodding approvingly. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like he got that. <laughs>
2: Maybe he had to go because a friend got sick, and he called someone else into the shop to receive the delivery?
4: I'll, I'll accept the delivery, and then I'm gone. Sounds good to me. Alright. Alright. Do you you promise? Then. Yeah! Okay. Alright, well there we go. <laughs> Good as new.
5: Pinky promise.
4: <laughs> Carol's going to push her pinky down and then he's going to be like, all right, you get the money when it's done. Hey. I got to be out of here before 11. Oh, no, you, you'll you oh, be yeah. long gone. You'll be yeah. way long gone. Probably. And uh, I guess we'll I'll look to the others and be like, okay, so what are we doing? We go. We go all right. Let's, let's, let's let him up. All right. So yeah, so as
1: all of that agrees, you watch as he leans down and he goes, (laughs) breathes fire on the ropes and goes and just dusts himself. Oh, you're
2: good.
4: Gets uh, up to
7: buy
2: (laughs) more
4: rope.
7: (laughs) Oh,
2: I don't care. That was good.
4: I'm gonna waddle out so that I don't walk like Harold does.
5: I can't believe I didn't think
0: about that. Um, before you go, (laughs) big girl. Why don't you take another bag of meat? We just came to buy meat.
2: Alright, I'm gonna go out and find Gabrielle and tell her what's going on.
0: And before we do
1: that, we're gonna head back to boss. Uh, what was your total on Dex check? He's rolling natural, a lot of natural,
6: right. nine natural 19.
3: He, okay.
1: <laughs> and yeah, He's you're stuck. going back to a beer because you're the only one that rolled. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> um, yeah, and soon enough, um, uh, just walking down the street, uh, you're bumped by a shorter, yep. dark skinned woman.
0: Let me see. Hi. Let me check
1: your wounds.
6: These. And I bend down. I relay the information that we learned beforehand. I didn't hear that latter part, but what we had beforehand on that. Okay. Yeah, everything yeah. up to and that. And I say, a red dragonborn will be leaving this place with a sum of gold attached to him. He doesn't leave the city alive.
1: All right, sounds good. <laughs> hey, you're looking you're looking good there.
0: Yeah, no wounds that I can see, nothing festering. Don't have to amputate yet. You'll be fine. And uh... thank you.
6: Uh, blessings upon you.
1: And uh, as, um, as you go and you turn away and, and go to leave, uh, you notice that the gold that you were flicking is not in your
6: fair. hand anymore. That's a fair thing she did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you also see Seisha leaving and making her way through the maze of hanging meat. I join her. Uh, and uh, as, as you start to leave, uh, you see uh, this ragged
2: beggar Arms! Arms for the poor! Arms. A nib. And kind of slide behind a big slab of meat.
1: <laughs> and 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 it kind of raises up, and you look and you see the tussle of red just drenched.
2: And she winks at you. <laughs> and I set it in her cup as I say, Okay, um, he's going to accept the delivery, and then he's leaving town with 200 gold. We put him in his own truth, and he promises that he's gonna do this and not rat us out. Thank you, kind angel. Much obliged from me. (laughs) And I'll turn around and walk away.
3: You can
1: just see out of the corner of your eye, she's just shaking her head. But with a big like Stupid coy grin uh-huh. stretched across her face uh-huh. as she's enjoying you or enjoying watching you attempt yeah. to Ooh, do bop a do. Uh, okay, so is anybody doing anything for the next 20 Just minutes? Finding
2: a place to
0: watch the building from. Yep, yep, well, good place to hide and then casting greater invisibility. I do want to
6: have a quick chat with the group beforehand and essentially um, kind of gathering what they've learned as well. So are we just taking this and leaving them?
2: Yeah. He's going to accept delivery and then he's going to leave before the pickup comes. We put him in a zone of truth and he promised.
4: Then we're um, going to take this thing and we're going to take it somewhere where we can
2: be safe opening it.
0: It'll look like he ran off with it. We should open it. I'm going to thoroughly investigate. How
2: about how about I cast augury to see whether opening it is a good idea or not? We need the we need the box before we're deciding what we're going to right. do.
6: That I would say we need to do that as soon as it's delivered. Everyone, we have an opportunity to kill four very powerful Zentarum agents and weaken Manchu.
4: We are taking a very awful risk getting into a direct fight with four people that could possibly run and use magic to disappear. We almost got burned by
6: that once. And we are Xanathar. Yes.
4: It's raining awfully bad. Let's not take risks we don't have to take. We are going to get away with this, and it's going to be a win. We already know this guy's truthfully going to leave. It's easy peasy. We paid him off. We take the thing. We win. We'll deal with them at some other time.
5: I don't think we should complicate it or get too jumpy.
4: It's clean right now. Let's
2: keep it clean.
6: The whole point of this was to restart the gang war. If he's not going to tell you anybody, don't you know what's going to do. them know.
2: stealing this is going to restart it? Scrawl a symbol in there if you want to. If you want to pin it on them, then just leave a or symbol there. just trash there. the
5: place and put you know, Sometimes That's a good
4: idea. We trashed the place and symbols everywhere.
6: We put Xanathar symbols around.
5: I'm sorry, Xanathar, not sometimes. No, no. Oh, it's,
6: it's fine. Let's just take the box and leave. Them. Thank you. Sorry, I brought it up. All right. And I, I will.
2: Know. Are you gonna go hide with her?
6: Yes. Give me one second. I want to reconvene. Real quick. I want to find District again, if I can.
3: Okay,
1: <clears throat> go ahead and make another Dex check.
6: Damn. It. Oh. Oh. Okay. Cool. It's actually better. No, it's still okay. Nineteen. Nineteen.
3: Okay. Uh-huh.
6: Do it hey, again. Hey, where should I go, guys? Cost me too. Outside,
2: to I guess. That. Yeah, we're gonna go outside somewhere where you're got the building in eye shot. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. I... As you as you go and you lean, you start doing it again. Again, the dwarvish old matter priest walks up and goes, "Hi, sir. Let me take a look at you. The fuck do you want now?" <laughs> she like
6: <laughs> whispers in your ear. When you kill him, I hand her the mark of Xanathar I have had on me. Put this on his body and make sure it can be seen.
1: Okay, the small stone that's about this that you found on the yep. pillow of that yep. guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. the, the gnome. Yes, uh-huh. as you that so you know ago. that you know is a
0: mark of death. Yep, from the Xanathar. Mm-hmm. Yep.
6: Yep, and that's all I do. Okay.
0: And uh, just one more detail, because I did mention it before, but Savard crawls into Seisha's armor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, hi, Savard. The leather
1: armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you all disperse into the rain, keeping an eye on the shop, making sure that uh, the Red Dragonborn, for some reason, wasn't lying and leaves before the shipment comes, keeping an eye out for the four that you know should be showing up, and keeping an eye out for um, the meat delivery that should be heading its way around 10.30. Is there
2: anything you guys are doing Uh, beyond that. I am going Uh, to keep an eye on the street and look for anybody who seems to be lingering like they're also keeping an eye on the building.
5: Yeah, I I'm mostly going to be pretty concerned with making sure I don't get rained on. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to try to find a nice awning. No, I know, but I mean like badly. My makeup washes off. Um,
1: Some reprieve from the, the downpour. Got it.
5: Yeah, try to find some sort of awning mm-hmm. area, and...
1: yeah. Um, all right, go ahead and make me a, a perception check, Sasha. okey okay. uh, this It's going to be a disadvantage.
2: Yep. Uh, it'd be regular, because I have my sentinel shield. That's correct. So that's going to be an 18. OK, got it. Noted on your your lookout, looking
1: for anyone <laughs> lingering other than those who you know are lingering. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else um
6: Uh, i hide inside the building out of the rain okay all right go ahead and make a self check cool
0: uh i rolled an 18 on my self check straight because i'm invisible and disadvantage got it
4: 15
0: 15
1: and 18 for vinley Mm -hmm. yep okay
4: um, and i guess i will roll perception to keep an eye out
1: okay, okay. disadvantage
4: that disadvantage That's okay
1: yeah it's just cuz of
4: the rain is strong. yeah yeah absolutely
6: 100% also i give um Thrakis a health potion to help hide the wounds on his neck
4: okay
1: he take, take that he takes it with a shaky hand kind of like yeah <laughs> you you are giving me this and he corks it i look
6: I look at him there and there. said, "If I wanted to kill you, I wouldn't waste poison."
1: Uh, you see him about to stick a finger in it, and then he goes and he shrugs and goes <clears throat> uh, drinks it. And you watch yeah. the wounds seal up, and he wipes some of the blood away, and it just blends into his, his red. Other blood, and yeah, his red scales and other blood. Roll an
4: yeah. eight on my perception. Harold can't see shit. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. You're like, and, and it's just like. Like, constantly, like, you wipe and it's just... <sighs> uh, and um, your, uh, your hat has turned into uh, this, like, toboggan type, almost like a Jane hat. Yeah. So it's just, like, dripping down on your face. It's not keeping <laughs> the rain out at all. It's actually making it worse.
4: Oh, no. I'm gonna... I'm going to, in an effort to make my hat... I'm sure my hat is very unhappy... I will take the hat. No, I, I'm sure I have like a hood. I'll take the hat off and store it inside and then pull my hood up because I'm like, man, I don't want to leave it out in the rain. Clearly it thinks on some level. I don't want it to think I like, disrespect the hat. Respect the hat. Uh, <clears throat> all right. You have um,
6: so many bosses now. I do.
1: <laughs> v, is there anything you're doing?
5: Not that... I can think of like super special. Uh, I know that I'm trying to, yeah, I'm just going to try to keep an eye out and like okay. try to see if anybody who doesn't look like they're making a delivery go near the building. So I guess I'll do perception. Yep, make okay. a perception okay. check. Disadvantage. Okay. Uh, how do I do that with uh, DDB on? Right click. Right click it. Okay.
0: Disadvantage. Yep. Yeah, DDB on.
5: D&D
0: Yo, I didn't even know that. I've just been rolling twice.
5: Yeah,
0: same. OK, I that's know. a nine. Nine? Okay. Okay. One better than me.
1: <laughs> uh, you're more focused on trying to find a place to not get poured yeah. on. Yeah. And you, you find a place that's that's OK, as there are meat shops that are like kiosks instead of full things as you're standing underneath one. And the guy's like, yeah? 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 Me? Yeah? Uh,
5: Later. No. No. no, Later. Okay. How how much for the meat?
1: Two copper. Uh.
5: Well, I guess I got change back from that. Okay. Copper, huh? No one else carries copper. I carry copper. Uh, I. 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 Here's um. You know what? You know what? Here's just a whole silver and just stop talking to me.
3: <laughs>
5: that good As, for you?
1: You can tell that, like, there's not full common there. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And, but it's gracious, gives you like a long link of sausage, sausage. and uh, puts it around your neck.
5: Nice. <laughs> All right, I got a sausage necklace. Forgot. it. Yeah. For
1: <laughs> but you uh, he does not bother you as nope. you stand underneath the so about another 10 minutes goes by and Seisha, you notice a large wooden cart hauled by two hardy mules stop outside two wide and muscular men wearing heavy leather cloak poncho step off the back and rake a large equine carcass into the mud as it slops to the ground. Like a package delivery service, you watch as they stop about every hundred feet or so, disappearing into the rain, and they drop off another uh, creature, beast of some sort, uh, only adding more blood and disease to the streets.
3: Uh,
1: And you watch as... It is dropped off in front of the shop. Yeah. Right. Like on the
2: street in front of the shop?
1: Yep. yep. Okay. Right on into the mud.
2: Okay. Um, does there seem to be anyone else hanging around at this point paying attention to the shop other than my peeps? Uh,
1: beyond your peeps, who uh, you can't see all of them, but you see Istrid. Yeah. Um, uh, it's hard to tell in the rain you don't see anybody currently okay yeah and uh and you actually watch as Thrakis actually comes and waits outside because he's ready right. for this and this yeah. is this is the procedure and you watch yeah. as he actually goes picks it up throws this massive horse over his shoulders and slowly like saunters back into his uh his shop and uh Venley and Voss you watch as he comes in he Fuds it onto one of the tables. And it is a full horse laid out across the largest table.
6: Does anybody, nobody comes in?
1: Nobody else comes in? Nope.
4: Does the wagon leave? The wagon has left. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, it
1: it stops at like pretty much every stall, drops off some meat, and keeps going.
2: But but we can't, I can't see, I can't see that
4: that happened, right?
2: Nope. Once it's out of my line of sight, I'm going to um, do Did I see where everybody else was with the 18?
1: Yes, you can see where V and Harold are. And you know that Voss
2: and Vinley stayed inside. Okay, I'm going to look over at Istrid, jerk my head to her, jerk my head in the direction of them,
0: and then walk inside. So, before that happens, since I'm invisible, um, Voss, behind you, you hear a whisper after Tarkas brings it back in. Easy peasy. You hear, Damn, we really could have killed him and I could have taken his place.
6: Do you think you could have lifted a horse?
0: No. and then they will invisibly walk across the room to stand on the opposite side of the horse and then she's like
1: Uh, he won't notice you but he'll actually shout towards the stairs where he knows boss is
0: all right
1: time to come out i don't think anybody's coming and um
6: i would not want my money Zone of Truth's still
1: up. Uh, it's been longer than 10 minutes.
6: Yep. Okay.
0: Uh, Indraconic, right. uh, from across the the table that the horse is on, in Draconic, I say, I don't see my box yet.
1: It's taken back. Uh. Hello? Hello? <laughs> He says, Andrew Connick.
0: Yes, hello. Please butcher the horse so we can have our box.
1: He's, like, looking at the horse. Yeah. And he, like, takes a step back. Okay. Stay there. There might be somebody else in this room.
6: (laughs) I, I tap him on the shoulder and say, is this the package?
4: And
1: both of you looking over the horse you see that it is emaciated and nearly skin and bones. Its eyes are yellowed and a nest of flies already hover around it. Despite its gaunt form, you see that its stomach looks distended and bloated as if pregnant or swollen from intestinal hemorrhaging. However, what also catches your eye is the obvious post-mortem cut that runs along the underbelly sutured together with waxed twine. He goes, that's your package. Where's my money? I'm
3: out of
6: here. I, I just, I stand back I kind of, I don't see her obviously but I kind of jerk towards the air and then towards the horse. Let's find out if this is, kind of whispering to her so he doesn't hear my voice change. Let's find out if this is anything dangerous.
0: Yeah, the, this is probably when Seisha walks in yeah um and everyone kind of hears the weird awkward slapping finley's hand on the horse's belly and yeah she's trying to say no you're gonna get it out before we do anything okay
2: what's going on is this the package
0: yep
2: is it inside yeah wait are we not supposed to open the horse
6: I think we're not supposed to open the horse.
2: And he takes a dagger,
1: and or like a, a nice long cutting knife, and just splits it open. And a horrid stitch oh. spills out of the thick, sticky entrails, causing you all, but Vinly, to gag and retch under some of the bowels in a two-foot-by-eight-inch rectangular object wrapped and tied inside a pair of stretched-out, emptied, stitched-together stomachs. What you see through the stretch membrane is a dark box that looks to be decorated with oh. ornate decor, and he points and then holds a hand out.
2: Um, he's on his way in with the money. Perfect. And I will
0: not take the box until you have your money.
2: And uh, uh, he says,
1: "Surprise, yet you, eye you... <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> heads can get away with you, do anything. This is." You, you really <laughs> thought it was the horse?
0: No, I didn't, but I thought it would be humorous to see what you would do. After all, you did think I was the one that was the horse a moment ago.
2: While we're waiting for Harold to get in here... Are you still speaking in Draconic? I'm still speaking in Draconic. While we're waiting for Harold to get in here, I'm going to cast Augury. Um, a minute. How long
0: is that a casting? Minute.
3: Okay.
1: And, um while you're doing that. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Harold, as you're just soaked, trying to stay, you start to feel a little shiver run down your spine as a couple of drops seep oh. into your clothes and run down your spine. And, um, <clears throat> a small, dark-skinned woman in rags and red twine wrapped around her. Uh, and uh, obvious signs of ill-matched priests that you've dealt with before comes up to you.
0: I am my lord. Are you doing okay?
1: Are you staying well in this wetness? I think you should get
4: inside. It's a bit wet out
1: here. Real
5: quick, my lord.
4: <laughs> do I do I recognize do I recognize this person?
5: are uh, you. Okay, perfect. So season. yeah, so I I don't
4: say anything. I just go, whatever, as I. Then move inside.
5: So V is still standing under that awning Mm -hmm. with the sausage link necklace, and she's just thinking, Oh my god, do all of these places serve horse meat? That's (laughs) so sad. No wonder the meat looks so bad. That horse looked like it was about to die. Do you think it has leprosy or something?
4: I'm gonna move inside.
5: She's uh, just I'll, she's just kinda saying look, this to herself and wondering, am I supposed to go inside or wait outside?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> it's about this point that a familiar, small, dark skinned woman dressed as an ill matter priest, comes up to you. Hi, hey, Diddy. Hey. I think you should get inside.
2: It's a bit wet out here. Okay. You don't want to catch a cold.
5: Right. Right. I go inside.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Once we're all inside, I take a look around. I I see the box. I look over. I look over at Guy. I'm sure he's. I put the
0: bag in his hand. It has the full two hundred and six. As soon as that money has transferred hands, the box floats up into the air and disappears into my bag of holding. And membrane and all. Sure, I don't give a
1: fuck. Okay, I'm
0: just.
5: And, oh my God, uh, Fenley! I will. Could... As
4: soon, I I. Before you say that name, I will stop you. <laughs> uh, but that guy, as he like reaches for the money, and I put it in his hand, and he wraps his hand around it. I'm like, and you are leaving now? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go
3: get a horse and a carriage
4: because I'm. Uh... You don't have to explain. Just go. I don't need any of
1: this shit. <laughs> Uh he'll actually you watch he'll grab like one of the cleavers and just hooks it on on his belt just so he has something, something. and just walks yeah. out the
4: door. All right, cool. And that's that. And Harold's gonna turn and he's I going to
0: give a thumbs up. To him. In Draconic.
5: Oh, sorry. Um, um, are you gonna make the resurrect the horse and make it your 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 steed?
0: Oh no, no. No, we need to go.
4: Yeah. But That would be so cool. Let's go. And uh, I look over at... uh, Oh, yeah, you're still casting Augury. How long does that take? It only takes a minute. Yeah, it's
3: done.
1: Yeah, it's done. What is it? Uh, And your Augury uh, rolled, and your question was opening the box. Real, whoa. And... As they roll, you see them roll to two and three. And then. Two and three? Okay. And then turn a little bit further, and it says two and one. It says what? Two and one. one, Erring on the side of woe.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Don't open the box.
3: Don't hurt us.
2: Listen to me.
6: Let's just go. I want
4: to
0: go
6: home. Not here. Let's reconvene with the everyone. So, yep. already,
0: wow. Well Invisible
4: uh, Vinley is I'm not on this street. Let's get everybody off this street right now.
6: Yep.
1: And, and as you as you all make your way out, um roughly at about ten forty, once the everything was brought in and everything, you slowly make your way out in approaching the, down the street, heading towards this building, not to, like, literally 15, 20 feet away so that you can see him. As a deep hooded man, clad in dark muted reds and brown leathers, his long black hair hangs over his dark sunken eyes filled with hate and despair. His ruddy tattered leathers and clothes are soaked and covered in mud, as well as black stains of smeared handprints, like that of a blacksmith's soot, smeared across his uh, vestments. Following behind him is another dark and deep hooded figure covered in all black, their face obscured by an old but realistic looking half skull mask, missing its lower jaw. And the mask looks like it is crying blood dread fills the area in this presence. The only time you've ever felt this way is in your dying breaths, clinging to life. To their side is a woman in tattered and layered hoods, robes obscuring their skull-painted face that begins to uh, streak in the rain. The robes all look to be ruined, decayed, and dirtied as if robbed from a grave. In one hand and bound around the arm is an old chain that wraps up to a skull that hangs and dangles from metal links. Her other hand looks to be black and decayed as it twitches with swirling arcane putrid necrotic energy. And behind them is a sinister pale and gaunt figure that stares daggers to wherever he looks, that seems to almost glow in the low light, with with beady red eyes, and uh, that's where we're gonna get tonight's session. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my god!
2: No, no, we can run late.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> did you say it was her left hand that was shriveled up?
1: Uh, it did not say which hand. Let's say. Oh, it okay, right okay. Hand. Right that scared me um and <laughs> uh, i will say um especially for boss but Seisha doesn't know um and yeah everybody else knows it. these are not the yeah. four yeah, yeah. they
6: don't sound like it.
1: that there's one thing i would here. like to do
2: if i could before we end divine sense okay yeah
1: divine sense we will pick that up yeah. next week oh, oh, divine God. sense yeah yeah Yep. Uh, if you have not entered uh, hashtag Eldritch or hashtag Beyond, please do so for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature. They're putting really awesome stuff out. Uh, like just the link chain stuff. movable flails. It's super crazy. Um, and then also uh, the source put bundle from D&D Beyond. Anything you could ever need to yeah, make. It's like 13 bucks. It's incredible. Yeah. Crazy. Anything you could ever need to make any type of character you want. Yeah. Um, if you want uh, to make a real thick boy, dragonborn butcher that gets choked out by s- small, McLarge, huge after drinking a <laughs> potion, that's uh, that's what you can do. Uh,
6: how long is that uh, potion? I think last it's. I'm pretty sure it's, it's passed up. by now. I used it. I think,
1: yeah.
6: I was just making sure uh, it wasn't an. Hour. I don't think so. I'll I
1: think it's. 10, I'll, I'll look it yeah, up. Yeah, we'll look at. But. Um, uh, but yeah, I hope you guys had fun. Um, that was. I'm glad. I'm glad we got.
4: There.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh my god! I'm glad, I'm glad.
4: It was a trap.
2: Did did we did we follow our plan? I don't even remember what the plan finally was.
0: Oh yeah, we did. We really went in there and bum rushed him and him yeah. okay. into submission. We really awesome. acted like Xanathars.
2: Hey, um, high five,
0: team!
4: I'm the plightest Xanathar of all time. It doesn't. Oh my god, jump.
2: you were killing me that whole Boss, time. Boss, you were
4: still strong. It, it lasts is... for an hour. It was one
1: Oh hour. wow. Yep. Okay.
4: Cool. Oh, this
6: fight. I'll keep that in mind.
4: <laughs> You're gonna uh, rip so that lady and have like a phone book.
1: <laughs> you, mm, when did you drink it?
6: I drank it uh, right before the fight started. Like
1: jumping over the, As table, over it the table. that is he jumped over the table? definitely still time. going. It's it only been 40 minutes. Ends, yeah, I would say it'll end soon. Um, yeah, but uh but yeah that's uh that's that uh, we pulled our I winners that was amazing um
4: uh, that Not is yet. happening
1: right now awesome I, uh,
4: I, need to, I need to play this guy in a one shot
1: yes please <laughs> i loved that character but, the like, polite
4: that. xanathar listen uh, we can all come to an agreement here i think
1: and uh thank thank you logan for ruining my
4: voice tonight <laughs> uh <laughs> winner oh, of
1: the eldritch foundry miniature is hybrid theorist Ooh.
4: Congratulations.
1: Congratulations on that. And winner of the D&D Beyond uh, source, bundle book? source Bundle book is
4: Ben True. Ben True. Ben True.
1: It's Ben True. Yay. You uh, uh, he- reach out to you through Twitch Whispers to get your info. Get, or get you that info. Yes. Uh, uh. Woo, man. It was that a great
2: was episode. It was a good session.
1: Well, it was a little chaotic, well, but a lot of fun. Plan was the
4: first heist. I got to use my hat for the first time. We was...
0: heisted. Yeah, I, I, the body yeah. was the first. I also, That's very true. Yeah. Sure. It's our first fight or our first heist that like went off so far as planned.
6: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 did the body heist went so much smoother than this one? In all honesty, running through the streets.
0: But, Attacking Wait, different people, was, yeah, that yeah, but it's like
6: I went in there with the idea we're gonna knock this dude out, and then everyone was just like, I don't know, just let's talk this guy down while I'm choking him.
4: I was gonna, seems
6: reasonable.
5: They worked, I, I, I mean, was gonna... I was down to knock him out, I just couldn't yeah, do thank it fast enough.
6: See, we, we come together uh, when it's important. I, I will say this though the
1: character development that has happened over the past, like, I want to say five, six sessions has been phenomenal yeah super amazing yeah. Uh, love watching Thank it you. especially the surprise talk that happened
2: today. amazing, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that good. was so good um, that was so good you guys
1: but uh, hey uh, reminder donate to Extra Life please yep. at uh, d4extralife.com um, help those kids out we'll greatly appreciate it I know they'll greatly appreciate it uh, just you know let's try and give them a life adventure as well in these painful trying times. Uh, and
2: but, if, you, uh, if you can't donate, then share the link.
1: Exactly. Mm. And uh, at a thousand, we're giving away uh,
7: some, uh, uh, um, level
1: up dice. Yeah. Uh, um, mahogany. Mahogany obsidian. Yeah, that.
2: They're beautiful, um, I'm just saying.
1: And uh, be excellent to each other. And May you always roll with advantage. Good night. Good night.
0: Bye. Oh, you're still here. Um, well, since you liked it so much, feel free to watch us live at twitch.tv slash ATL every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or feel free to continue listening to the podcast every Sunday on a one-week delay.